Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers. 785-833. Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go around the room. He received a degree from Sam Houston State, and this year he's been working out with me because he wants to lose some weight. Here he is, producer Eddie, everybody. Hey, so we're in June now. Officially, my digital detox is over. Officially? You never did a digital detox. Officially. Why do I have to keep explaining this to you? I did. Don't use the word officially. I cut out a lot of social media. Uh, I posted stuff for my work. But as far as going through the feeds, I did not. And let me tell you, man, I miss going through the feeds. I miss seeing what you were up to. Amy, I miss seeing what you were. I wanted to see the ducks. I'm like, are Amy's ducks still in the pool? I missed all that. Uh, hello, you didn't miss me? Not really. Oh. Well, what do you do? Find change on the road? Like, I'm good. <laughs> you have ducks still? They came, they went, and they came back one morning, and then now I haven't seen them. Where are they coming from? But my hope is that they come out when I'm at work, so that's why I'm not seeing them. But where did just random ducks come from? Listen, they fl- I, I don't know. <laughs> it's not like you live near water. <laughs> right. Yeah, but they fly. I hear you, but ducks kind of... Yeah, they don't down. fly, fly. Yeah, like... Right. I live sort of by a lake-ish. Or not like a lake. What's that thing? Like a pond? I don't know. <laughs> a pond? <laughs> a creek. <laughs> so- uh, but Eddie, you're back. <laughs> hey, man, I am back on social media and like watching TV on my own. Thank goodness. I missed it. TV, too. All of that. That, I can believe, was hard for you, but you never got off the internet. But Correct. let's act like he stopped watching TV. No, no, no. He watched TV, guys. With people. <laughs> with people. So he didn't oh watch TV. There's so no I watched, lo- I watched Love and Death lies. with my wife. I'm moving on. Thank he you. likes to go for runs in his spare time, and he loves to relive his high school days because that's when he was in his prime. Here he is. Lunchbox. Guys, the stock market. So we've invested $30, $60 by Bobby, 60 by Amy, and 60 by me. How much is that? That is $180. Yeah, and right now, now our total... Right now. Right now. Our, what is it called? Our our log... Our huh? log... Ah, what do they call it? Uh, binder. Portfolio. 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 Is worth? $194.92. We are up $14.42, guys. That is a return of... 
I don't know, but it's a good percentage. <laughs> like not a lot oh, of people. Percentage is we're gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to tell, but man, we've been hitting the, the like. What's been good for us? What stock? Well, I would say WWE was really good wrestling, but it's kind of petered out a little bit. We're plus two dollars and sixty. Oh no, we're minus two dollars sixty cents on that. Never and, mind. And what? WWE. That's oh, we lost our, money. Yeah, thought, well, that's a lot of petering. <laughs> yeah, our <laughs> Academy Sports and Outdoors. Yeah. We are. I don't understand how to read this. Why anyway. did we buy that? Oh boy. Uh, because I was going to buy soccer cleats for my kids, so I figured if I'm spending money there, the stock's oh, going to go up. Yeah. So how are we up money if everything you're reading us is down? Oh dang! Our total return on Academy Sports and Outdoors down four dollars and eighty four cents. Well, that's a killer. Well, where are we up? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Somehow uh, we are up. Maybe. Oh, oh yeah. The one Ray suggested the Revance Therapeutics. We're down a dollar forty-three. Wait, so that's not up. <laughs> Hang it. Rolled about Rolls Royce. Oh, we sold that, Amy. Oh. Airbnb, we are down point oh four. Oh, we're down. Okay. I don't know where we're up, man. Find the one that's. Are up. you sure we've made fourteen dollars? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, so basically, <laughs> we've all oh, made. Yeah, here we go. We've all made about four. Little four is, bucks. It, is it that we have fourteen dollars left? Apple, guys, we are up one dollar sixty-six cents. Okay. Boom, making money. We found one. We're up. I can give you the percentage, kind of. So it's Tesla. Oh my God, Tesla. We are up six dollars and ninety-five cents. Well, that's a big one. one. That is the big money. So if we are, we, we went in at one eighty, right? Yeah. Oh wait, guys, so I break saw... it down to sixty. So you put in sixty. We've each made four dollars. Four into sixty is less than ten percent. Four into six. So you're looking at about seven to eight percent. We made rough, rough number in it. You know what I just realized? What's up? We got $9.69 of buying power. I thought we were out of money, but we got money. We'll buy something else. Let's buy something. What do you guys like? You tell us. <laughs> You're the you one like? that wants to do the, the... Well, I mean, usually my friends are the ones that are supposed to tell me, like, oh, these are the stocks. That's what I was told. Our goal is $500. We can get to $500. We're going to cash out. What? I okay. think if we get to $500, we should keep going. No, we have to set a goal. That's how you lose all your money. Gambling at the casino. Yeah. yeah. I will hit big. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Hey, Morgan, you got your stock tips? Come on, girl. You're the one who always tells me, oh, all you got to do is ask your friends. I don't know. You can buy with $9, though. Do you want a full share or, like, half a share? I don't give a crap. Haven't I, we been buying, like, like a consulting. tenth of a share? Okay. <laughs> we have, yeah, we have, like, uh, on Tesla, we have um, 0.03 shares. <laughs> Apple, we have not much. Point zero six. Okay. All right, we're gonna move on. Airbnb. <laughs> invest at nine dollars. Let us know later what you invested. Right, in. I'm gonna look at this up. Uh, what's up for nine dollars? So let me go to the cheap ones. Okay, cheap I'm gonna. List. You don't have to go cheap. You can buy a fraction of something good. Oh, AMC is up gonna, right now. Lucid Group is up. Okay, I like I, being I'm, lucid. I'm moving off. The next person thinks handing out drink tickets at a wedding is better than an open bar, and you can listen to her Four Things podcast where she is the star. Amy, everybody. <laughs> Okay, so my friend went to a wedding this last weekend where the bride and groom wanted to get arrested and escorted out of the reception. So, so like, like their thing? I, like their handcuffs and kid stuff? Kid you not, I saw a picture of the Model T car. So this old-timey Model T car rolls up. There's two police officers, or they're dressed up in old-timey police uniforms, and they arrest the bride and groom. Well, that's and fun. That is cool. Away. I don't know what their reasoning was, but Me that's neither. fun. But yeah, I mean, my friend, they were like, oh, I've never seen anything like this but at why? a wedding. Usually they would share the theme. Usually if something like that happens, they tell you why. Maybe like Bonnie and Clyde. Like That's we're together cool. forever, regardless. I don't oh, know. Yeah. 
But usually, uh, if something like someone being arrested at the end is a joke yeah. or a part of a wedding, they let you know why it's important. To okay. Them. Thick and thin. Like marriage is like prison. Or not legal stuff. Your marriage is a marriage prison. is That's jail. A one, yeah. Oh gosh. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm handcuffed to you for life. All right, Ray, go ahead. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, he's admitted to owning expensive shoes and he still doesn't booze. Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. I have a couple things. Uh, thing number one is I don't know, I don't have any deodorant. I didn't wear deodorant this morning. I usually keep deodorant in my bag. It stresses me out that I don't have any deodorant. There's no stress in that. But I, I could smell myself. And I went to my oh, bag, no. and usually I keep deodorant in my bag, and it's not there. That's number one. Number two is I wear this aura ring. Most of them tell me how much sleep I got each night. I keep track of it. It does a pretty good job of it. Over the past three or four nights, I have gotten this alert when I wake up in the morning that says that my sleep's okay, but now I'll just read it to you. My resting, my, my heart rate is not good when I sleep. Elevated resting heart rate. Your resting heart rate continues to be elevated. It's three nights in a row. You'll pull through. Good. <laughs> That's <laughs> positive. Just keep taking it easy today. How about treating yourself with something you like? A good book, your favorite music, or a fun TV show? My readiness score was a 64, which is very low. Mm-hmm. It's been like that day, day, day. Three in a row. And so I'm trying to figure out this, what's made. I only slept like four and a half hours, which is not a lot. I should sleep more. Trying to figure out the stressors. We got a couple things happening in our life right now that are a bit stressful, but it's fine. I think we're, and hopefully next week I get to announce this tour that I'm going to do. But I think that's the most stressful thing of all is that I'm afraid that I'm going to announce this tour and nobody's going to buy tickets. And then I get more stressed about that than anything. We have a, I've announced no cities we're doing yet, but we're, I'm trying, I have this theater in Louisville. We want to go, I want to go to Louisville and do a show. And they booked this theater that's, I don't know, some massive theater. It's like 3,000, which I think two years ago I could have sold 3,000 tickets. But I just haven't toured much. And so I'm like, I don't know. We should go to a smaller theater. I don't feel good. They're like, no, 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 no. We should do it. I'm like, I don't think so. Because I can't be wanting to eat my fingers every day watching. Because I watch every single ticket sold. I think that's what's keeping my heart Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard on you. Like, just worrying about that. So, but do you think you lost popularity? Is that what it is? You think you're not fear going anymore? down? Well, that's the fear all the time anyway. Yeah. But I just haven't toured in so long like that. It's only been years. I've done some shows here, but I just am like, do people even care? I don't know. It's just, uh, that's, that's, that's why hard, my heart. Man. Dang. That's why, that's why my heart, I think, is beating through the night. When I Are start, you treating yourself, though, like your watch said? Today, I'm going to have some yeah, scoop of ice cream. Okay. <laughs> you got to treat yourself, scoop man. Scoop of ice cream. I'm going to have to scoop of ice cream. <laughs> All right, we're here. We're ready to go. Thank you guys for hanging out. I will announce some of those dates. All the dates probably next week. That's when I'll be able to announce them. All right, thank you. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. I started my job a year ago. After getting hired, I learned that my boss is a huge golfer. So I researched everything about golf so that I could bring it up in conversation. It's work wonders for our relationship with it being the only thing we can bond over. The problem is I may have painted the picture that I'm a pretty good golfer myself. And by by painting this picture, I mean I lied and told him I'm a good golfer. Oh, no. In the year that I've worked here, I've lied about playing rounds on the weekend, made up fake scores, and even slowly improved my scores over time to make it seem like I'm getting better. But now he's invited me to play golf. At a really nice course with other people from work, and I'm not sure if I can swing a golf club. What should I do? Do I own up to the lie or play the round and just fake like I'm having an off day? <laughs> Signed, call me caddy. 
This oh, is gosh. what you do, bro. I got you. You show up. You, you can do two things. You can either get sick the night before. Easy. Mm. Hey, I'm feeling really sick. So I'm so sorry. I don't want to get anybody else sick. And I'm very jealous. You guys are playing this course. It's an awesome course. Sorry about this. Hope you're having a great time. Hope to do it again soon. That's the easy one. That's probably the one I would do. Or you get there, take a couple swings, and you hold your back. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I think oh. I did. I think I, I think I pulled something. I tweaked it. Stop. What do you mean stop? That, that's funny. easy. That's you're still good. bonding with the ball. That's the easiest. You stay the rest of the time. Of course, because yeah. you, you go up and you swing it again, and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't think I. Oh, I think I'm just gonna like putt. Because anybody can get up there and putt. Yeah, sure. we putt putt. Easy. Yeah. So those are okay. your two options. Whatever you do, don't go and just be like, well, I'm having an off day. Because we can tell the difference to somebody who's never played before and someone who's actually having an off day. <laughs> That's funny. So I would want to go because you don't want to miss out on that opportunity. So you have to go and like <laughs> trip and back. fall. Or, no, you don't trip and fall because oh, you will hurt swing. yourself. It's a swing. Oh, yes. that is hurt. You're on the driving range or the first tee. And I, I wouldn't even do first tee. Got to be driving range because he'll see your swing on the first tee. I would just be like, oh, man, I think. I, and then what, what I would do is I would get up on the first tee and be like, I'm still going to play through it. Take a couple practice and be like, I can't even turn. What, is there a way that a, I don't know because I don't play golf, but is there a way a practice swing would give away that you don't know what you're doing? Not really. Mm -hmm. Not if you're somewhat athletic. You can watch a YouTube video or any. You probably already know how to do a practice swing. Okay. You probably could do a practice swing. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. With both arms because she's ambidextrous. On both sides. Both sides. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, no need to admit your lie. Just lie again. That's my first. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Keep it going. That's my best Keep advice. And if he, hey, if he invites you again later too, you're just like, man, when I tweak my back, I think it's permanent. I yeah. Still, it still hurts. Or, or you have time to get good. Or funeral. <laughs> Fake the funeral. Yep. <laughs> Prove you're not going to a funeral. Yeah, or quit okay. your job. You just wow. can't. All right. Thank you. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. So Morgan got hit by a car. Did you guys know this? What? No. Like Gee? on foot? Oh. No, 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 no. Like on foot. Tell them the story. Yeah, so I was in a mall parking lot. And you know how there's like two parking lots and there's typically a street that goes through where people are driving? A street? Like a lane? Yeah, like a lane. Like they're yeah. driving through to get to either or parking lot. So I was walking from one parking lot to the other and a car was driving past me. I waited for him. They saw me and they passed. And so I started walking. But apparently they decided to back up. And I was right there and straight up hip checked me. And I literally had my arms in the air and I was like, I don't think he sees me. He kept moving. Like he hit me and kept going. And I literally had to slam on the back of his car and be like, do you see me? I'm literally right here. And I went around the front of his car and he just kind of like eyes wide open. I was like, yeah, you just hit me. Are you dating now? <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. I wish that was how it happened. Uh, yeah. Did you fall down? No, like, I think I just happened. He hit me at the right time that I had, like, one leg in front of the other. But it hit. Like, I have a bruise on my hip. Like, he straight up hip checked me. You saw oh. A little bit. Your yeah, lunchbox? What would, yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was getting to. That's what I was about to say. Did you get a license plate? Do we have cameras? Because, I mean, we can call a lawyer. Morgan and Morgan. You know. <laughs> and Morgan. <laughs> yeah, all three. I did not. I didn't get any information because I was so startled. I didn't really know what to do after being hit by a car, like, without another car. Did you talk? You didn't talk to him at all. You just threw your hands up. No, I, yeah, I was just. I didn't really want to talk to him because I was kind of concerned that he just wasn't aware of what was going on. I was like, is he a little like out of it because he just straight up hit me with his? That's car even more of the reason you need to talk to him. So if he's impaired, we got a bigger lawsuit on our hands. Do you think you can get the 
video electronics? That's what I'm saying. I'll call it where you need to give me the mall, the date, uh, the stores. Because they got cameras that up in those mall parking lots. They have to have them. Okay, we can do it. Hilarious. Because you, cause you are sore. Yeah, I am a little bit. Like, seriously, my like hip real hurts. Sore, right? I did hurts, say that. Right? Have, like, have you got any x-rays? Maybe there's a chip bone in that hip? Ooh. No, I haven't got any x-rays. Yeah. Oh, what about yep. um, emotional distress? Yep. Are you scared oh, oh, of other cars in reverse? Yes. Like, when you see a car's white lights come on, you start crying? Because <laughs> I feel like that's what happened to me. Yeah, no, it definitely does. I have some PTSD from the situation. Was anybody with you? No, I was by myself. Oh, that no. makes it even scarier. You probably can't work out, huh? No, no. other witnesses. Oh, no. Like nobody just was like. Did oh you my take gosh. pictures of your bruises? No, but I can. I mean, they're still there. Exactly. Days later. Oh, wow. And wow, you know wow. what you need to do to make that bruise a little bit bigger? Punch it a couple no, times. No, 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 no. That's not for this. Oh. That's for uh, when we turn the microphones off. <laughs> I bet you're scared to walk in a parking lot alone now. Boom. I am. See? Yes. Well, the guy, what do he look like? He was like probably in his forties. He did have like somebody with him, and I, I'm like, how did neither one of you guys see me? You, you, you passed in front of me. You saw me standing there. Why was he reversing in the road though? I don't know. Like I, it genuinely doesn't make any sense to me. I was just happened to be in that spot, and I'm like, you couldn't have seen me at all when you just. When you reverse, aren't you supposed to look in your rear view mirror? Oh, maybe he saw you, said, hey, that girl didn't match with me on Hinge. Saw you walking back. Uh-huh. Boom. Hit boom. you on purpose. Revenge. Boom. Yep. Han- revenge. revenge from Hinge. What? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the special. Let's sell it. <laughs> Let's sell this thing. You ever been hit by a car? You? No. You I've ever been, hit a person? I've been in an Uber who hit a person walking. But you haven't. I have not. Okay. But I mean. Interesting. Uh, the, Are you the, sure? The, yeah, I know. Yeah, well, like, yeah, anything I mean, back. Come on. Like, hard. No, no, I've okay. I've never hit a person. And the Uber thing, when they hit the person, he was like, "Oh, oh, we're g- I just hit somebody." <laughs> and he went, <laughs> <laughs> he went and pulled over, and he was like, "So do you do you want to wait and <laughs> let me handle this, and then I'll take you home?" I was like, "I think I'm gonna go ahead and get out, mm-hmm. and so call another Uber." And then, like, as I'm waiting for the other Uber, ambulance, police, fire trucks are all showing up. Because, I mean, it was downtown, so there was tons of people that saw it. Yeah, they're downtown, though. I remember this now. Downtown's, people are just walking out on the road. Yeah. Yeah, I can't blame the Uber driver. If it's Morgan, downtown. Were you drunk at the mall? <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, okay. I really wasn't. I was totally sober. Middle of the afternoon. It was, like, daylight, too. Darkness isn't even an option. Ray, you ever hit anybody? Definitely not. I've hit uh, inanimate objects, but nothing moving. What was your craziest Uber story? Um, when a guy pulled a gun, is that what you're talking about? I don't know. You drive Uber. You drove Uber for a little bit. Oh, dude, I did two ri- drives. Okay. <laughs> it was very simple. I just did enough so I didn't have to pay taxes. Wait, I wasn't what? trying to get over a hundred dollars. I don't think a hundred dollars oh. is taxes. No, because right, that's what I'm saying. They pay you out, and it's your responsibility to do taxes. As long as you well, I don't even think I'd say any of that. I think right now we're just gonna jump out of the segment. Oh my god! And let's see if you can, lunchbox you can find the camera footage. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some investigating. I'll go by the mall and talk to some people. I'll go to the security booth. When you call them, do you, Lunchbox, do you say like, you know, uh, uh, Gibbles Law Firm, Gibbles and Gibbles? <laughs> well, no, this will be, I'll be an investigative reporter. Gibbles and Gibbles. <laughs> oh, you're going to be from the, like a media outlet. Yeah. Okay. 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 Morgan, good luck. I hope this. Thank you. Maybe I can get some money. Turns. Will you give me some money, Lunch? Uh, we'll what see. store were you going to? I was going to the container store. Eh, that's not container store anymore. Yeah. It's called Morgan's store. Oh. <laughs> well, no, it's not their fault. Yeah. Oh, no. oh yeah, 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 yeah. This guy. Yeah. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Raheem Morris is the defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams, and he's in Las Vegas vacationing with his family right there at the pool, taking in the sun, and he sees a father frantically jumping in the pool to grab his son. His son was drowning. So he pulls him out, carries him to the lifeguard, 
And then Raheem sees like, oh my gosh, what do I, how can I help? So he makes sure somebody's calling 911 and he goes and looks for the defibrillator, the AED, finds it, comes back. By that time, lifeguards doing CPR. There's a doctor on scene. And then Raheem gets the defibrillator out. They shock him. Boom, brings the kid back to life. And man, they saved the kid. You took classes to use the defibrillator. I did. And, and here's you the- kill somebody that doesn't need it. Like, let's say you somebody just grabs oh, it wow. out of the box and, and <laughs> huh? puts it on me. <laughs> I just wonder because oh, that's a good question. That's, yeah, this is a real like a, a commitment because if the kid's in trouble and you got to put it on, and that's a commitment to going, okay, I got to shock him. Let's say you commit wrong or you just stick it on me as a joke and do it. Is my gonna die? The AED is so smart that when you put those things where it tells you to put them, I mean, it, it walks you step by step. Unpeel the sticker, put it on their chest, perfect, right there, and then it says, perfect person does not need. Uh, resuscitation. If your heart's beating, you don't need it. It says do not push button. So it's got like my Apple Watch where it totally tells my heartbeat. It says senses your heartbeat and says you don't actually need it, so don't push the button. What if you need? What if you do it to me anyway? Then I'll probably kill you. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, like I mean, yeah, a shock yeah. that you don't need, I think, would probably hurt you. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's cool about these things is they're really everywhere. It, once you know they're there, you see the sign. They're kind of like in public places. It's got a heart on it with electric, like a lightning bolt. Is it like when you get a car and then you realize there's a bunch of other cars like yours on the road? Exactly. Yeah. Once I took the class, I realized, wow, like these things really are everywhere. Is it a lightning bolt or like a heart rate symbol? Mm, that's a good question. Like I think a, it's a lightning bolt. I think it's a lightning bolt. To shock. Okay, I want to know what to look for. Also, I hope it says, peel the sticker off faster. (laughs) Eddie's this super slow. Peel the sticker. I was trying to do the computer guy, you know? (laughs) It's funny to hear you call him Raheem over and over again. Why? Why? I don't know. I mean, I I know him from being in the NFL and being a coach different places. I don't know. Coach Morris? I think at respect would be Coach Morris. Coach yeah. Morris. Coach Raheem Morris. Well, I Coach think he's Morris. off the field, you know. He's just, uh, yeah. uh, he's just, just a, a hero by the just pool. A just a dude. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, now time to play the Bobby Feud. Let's go. We asked 2,000 of our listeners on social media. Lunchbox, you go first. All right. Do you guys want to play for a prize? Yes, yes, I do. Of course we do. We know what happened last time. Let's see if I have any money. I do have some money. Okay, so you can either have... Twenty dollars if you win. I like twenty. Or the mystery card that I haven't used. It's that same card you keep talking about. Yeah. All right. I don't get rid of it for reasons. Love <laughs> up to you guys. Okay. All right. Two thousand listeners were asked. Name a famous John. Mm. A famous John. Lunchbox, you're up first. Go ahead. John. Oh gosh. Hold on. John. Goodness. Krasinski. John Krasinski. Wow. Show me John Krasinski. <laughs> number eight. Also, Jim Halpert from The Office. That's number eight. Eight points goes to Lunchbox. Go ahead, Lunchbox. John Stamos. Show me Uncle Jesse John Stamos. <laughs> number three. That is correct. Eight answers left on the board. Name a famous John. Um... Are there any singers that are John? Uh, John Denver. Show me Country Roads, Take Me Home, John Denver. Wow, dude. Yes! You're on a roll. Number seven. All right. Uh, well, John Legend. Show me John Legend. What on earth? Number nine. Oh! Okay. um. Lunchbox has got 27 points in the first round. Know your famous Johns. John. Johnny Bananas! Johnny Bananas! 
Um, I'm going to go with John Lennon. Show me John Lennon. Yes! Number six. Hey. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I wonder if this Is counts. Is he a Beatle? He's a Beatle. Oh. John Knee Cash. Show me John Cash. <laughs> oh, no. Amy, 2000 listeners were asked to name a famous John. What'd they say? Who do you have? John Mayer. Show me John Mayer. Oh, That's good. good. Number two. Well, Lunchbox loves you guys are eating these off in the first round. Oh, dang. <laughs> hmm. Golly, I just wrote them down and I can't read it. <laughs> hmm. Get a famous John. Uh, okay, John Mellencamp. Show me. Oh, wow, good. that's good. John Cougar Mellencamp. Dang. Points are now doubled. Okay. Lunchbox has 27 points. He's killing you guys. Yeah. You have John Mayer, John Stamos off the board, John Lennon, John Denver, and John Krasinski off the board, and John Legend. There are four answers left. John. Lunchbox, you could clear some of these. If you get the number 10 answer, I don't know how you're going to get beat. Yeah, I just don't know another John, man. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'll go John Daly. Show me golfer John Daly. That's a good guess. That's a golfer? I had him down, but I was picturing a TV guy. It's mm -mm. a golfer, yeah. Mm -mm. Eddie. The Apostle John. John the Apostle. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. John. <laughs> Very famous. Wow. That was interesting. Amy? Uh, God, I wish I could read this. Okay. John Deer Green. John Deer Green. Hot summer <laughs> night. <laughs> Billy Bob loves Charlene? Yeah. Yeah. Points no. are not tripled. Okay. okay. This is the last round. The number one, four, five, and ten answers are on the board. Lunchbox with a big lead. If he nails 10 or 5, maybe even 4, it's over. Okay. Lunchbox? Yeah, guys, it's easy. John Doe. Show me John Doe. Oh! I think outside the box. That's there. someone that doesn't have a name. That's the whole point. Okay. Okay. A famous John. I Eddie, got you got to nail it to stay in the game. We asked 2,000 <laughs> listeners. Name a famous John. Points are triple. Final round. Eddie. Are you ready? Yeah. I got it. He's not a golfer. He's a tennis player. Give me John McEnroe. Show me John McEnroe. Okay. All right. How about that? John Hancock. Mm -hmm. John Hancock. I won. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I won my prize. I'm not forgetting this time. Okay. I won the prize. What about? Okay, hold on. We'll get to the prize for sure. Uh, it's over. John. At number 10, this would have been the winner here. John Michael Montgomery. John Wayne. Oh, oh stupid. At number five, John Party. Oh! Party. <laughs> At number four, John Travolta. Oh! At number one, John Cena. All right, oh, Lunchbox, wow. you have your option here. You got 20 bucks. I'll give you cash. As a matter of fact, you can have the cash right now, or you can have the mystery card that is in my wallet. But 20 bucks, mystery card. Look at that card, dude. Mystery card. Hey, pull up that card a little bit. Nope. No, you no. can't see a color hold because on, the on. color can tip you off. Hold on. So there's no color. No questions hold about it. You don't get any questions about anything. There's a 20 out of my wallet, and there's a card that I can't show you because the color will tip it off. Man, it could be a dumb business card. It's not a business card, I promise. Bobby, I want the card! It's not a business card. Okay, come get the card. Hold on, hold on. No, you, you said, already you said, said it. it. No, I may change it. No, you no. can't change it. You said, I already know what it is. It's not a business card. Here you go. No, I know what it is. It's not a business card. It's, Dang it! It's a it gift like card. A, no, it's not. American Here. Express. It's a stupid hotel key. You get a hotel John! key! Yeah! 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 Ye
hotel I knew it was. It's like Marriott randomly somewhere. <laughs> I he got the car. Right when I said it, it hit me what it was. Dude, so dumb. Dummy. He got the hotel Hey, play a song. Oh, there he is. Sit down with the car. I like that. He stays there at the hotel. Lunchbox, congratulations on your win, buddy. Man. You have 20 bucks in cash just screaming at you. <laughs> I know, but I saw $100 gift cards. You did. You saw it for sure. And it wasn't there. It was a mirage deep, uh! in, the, deep in the desert. All right. My cousin told me three years ago, get involved in your finances. It'll be empowering. I said, nope, that's my husband's strength, not mine. Well, then my divorce happened and I had no choice. I remember it was about a year ago exactly that I was on stage at my live podcast in Nashville raving about Rocket Money. It wasn't an endorsement. I was just a new fan, grateful for the help in managing my bills, budgets, and all things money with ease. Because my cousin was right. It was empowering. Something else Rocket Money does, they help you manage your subscriptions. Yep, it's a personal finance app that will find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions. It also monitors your spending, helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. And it's pretty cool that Rocket Money has over 5 million users. That's a lot. I'm one of them. So you know you're in good hands if all these people are trusting their finances with Rocket Money. They have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Like cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash bones. That's rocketmoney.com slash bones. Check them out. Rocketmoney.com slash bones. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This can be anything. It's our executive producer, Scuba Steve, and he gets to tell us to talk about whatever. Scuba, what would you like us to talk about today? Well, this time it's time for an investigation. Okay. I suggest we figure out what's going on here. So I got a new phone, and I'm transferring over the contacts, and in the middle of me doing that, my phone rings. I recognize the phone number, but I don't know the name. That's a, that's you know you get you get a phone call. It says like a name is tied to it. Or yeah, sometimes the there's a n- name on it. Like like maybe this person. Yeah. yeah, not always, but sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I look at the name and I don't recognize it. I answer the phone. I know who the person is. We have a conversation, and afterward, I don't say anything to this person. Afterward, to do some digging in the family tree, try to figure out if this name is tied to that person. I don't see any anyone in the branches with this name. The name is Oscar. And the phone number is 210 That's my number, man. I saw his face start to crack when you said that. <laughs> Don't so, say my number on so, air. What's why going is on Oscar here? The, ni- the name that shows up on your phone. Yeah, so why is that? And, and, and who's paying for your bill? You're a grown man, 41 years old. What's going on? Yeah, thank you. I pay for my bill. Thank you very much. Oscar is my buddy from college that he works for a telephone company. And I am on his family plan. Okay, you're not paying for your bill. Oh, my God. No, you're not. You're not not paying for your own bill. And I can't believe you're on a family plan of somebody from college. (laughs) Wow, and you're how old? 41. You're on somebody else's family plan? Wow. Some dude that works at a phone company? Yeah. Why? But because back in the day when there was limited, like, data and rates or whatever, I get unlimited and I pay $15 a month for my phone. So now... It's unlimited for everybody all the time. Yeah, yeah, but it's only $15. It ain't $15 if you get on your own plan. And he leaves that? You, you get to stay on Oscar's phone plan? Yeah, so it's it's uh, Oscar, his wife, his two kids, I think his sister and her family, his parents, me and my wife are all on that plan. Your wife's on Oscar's <laughs> phone plan too? Yeah. Oscar <laughs> Shout out Oscar. Shout hey, out Oscar. Hey, listen, guys, if you need a phone... <laughs> And you you need a Verizon phone down in Corpus Christi, Texas. Oscar <laughs> is your man. How did, how did We've never it? heard this story of all the ways that he tries to sometimes save, sometimes steal money. Mm-hmm. This has never been one of his stories where like, this is what I'm doing. Ever. I steal my in-laws Netflix. We never heard about Oscar until <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Is that embarrassing to you? Nah, it's not embarrassing at all, guys. It's called Why have you never brought it up? What what is there to bring up? Is Oscar getting in trouble? Did you bleep that right? Too late. Too late. Wasn't bleep. Uh, Morgan, we've talked to you about this. Your parents pay your what bill? Insurance? Yeah, my car insurance. It's all on the same family plan. Lunchbox gave you crap. I just want to bring this up. Oh, good point. He He gave you gave Morgan crap. Yeah, because her parents pay for it. That's embarrassing. But it's still saving money. Like you're paying fifteen dollars. Somebody's basically paying for your phone bill. No, they're not. He nothing comes out of his pocket. I pay for my own phone. Fifteen dollars. Yep. He's letting you use his name to save money. I'm not using his name. You are because the number is under his name. Family. You are using his name. You're literally using his your, name. Uh, your phone is Oscar. Oscar. Called Scuba Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's weird though because sometimes if he forgets to pay the bill and like it's like he, it connects me to customer service and I'm like, 
you call him Oscar, bro. And they're like, and they're like, well, I can't call him. So then I have to get on Facebook, and be like, dude, pay the freaking bill. Like, what are you doing? And I'll send his wife a message, like, Brandy, come on, get on Oscar. For you to use assistance by somebody, Morgan's using assistance by her parents. She's getting for it paid for. She's a, parents don't need to be paying for your stuff when you're Oscar throwing- doesn't need to hook you up with a family yeah. plan. You're not on a family with him. No, we're like boys. We're like brothers. You're 10 years older than me, and you still can't figure out how to have your own phone plan? No, I know how to. You go into the store, and you get it. I mean, you're 31 years point. old. and you, I'm 29. And you had to walk. 31. Hey, mama. Why'd you just make up a number? Because <laughs> she said you're 10 years older than me. Got it. So I did the math. So 41 minus 10 is 31. Okay. So I know Kansas years. people can't do that over oh, there. Okay. Oh, now, see, he's pivoting. Oh, oh God. Okay. But Scuba Steve, saying, how do you feel about the investigation? Do you feel like you understand now? I understand now, but I still don't understand why he would do that. So when your kids get older and they start getting cell phones, are they going to be added to this family plan as well? Hopefully. And if he's your, and if he's your on boy. The family plan with him. Oh, probably since I was 25. Like, he used to work. He, Him and his dad used to run a furniture store. Over 10 years. Yeah. Oh, way over 10 years. And then he quit the furniture store because it wasn't big enough. And then he went to work yeah, for true. Verizon. And boom. Now he's like a manager. Now he's like a manager who sometimes forgets to pay the <laughs> Like a manager. Oscar, you do man. You've let this guy stay on your plan for almost 20 years at 2023? Yeah. yeah. What year did you do this? Oh, probably. I mean, it had to be 16 years ago. Yeah. Oscar, you're the man. Lunchbox, you're a liar and a cheater. And <laughs> no, no, there's nothing. I didn't lie. I didn't cheat. I didn't do it. I'm doing nothing that is illegal. Okay. Uh, you're right. You're right. Just You can't hold anybody accountable for doing things that are what kids do because of parents or people looking out for them. This is what your parent would do with you is put you on their cell phone plan. No, no. Mm-hmm. If your parents pay for so, something, so you're an adult. Daddy. Oscar, he has to call you daddy from now on. <laughs> Here's a voicemail from Carolyn, who lives in Florida. I have a question. I'm down here driving around Florida, and I see a lot, a lot of Jeeps. And I was wondering, my question is, do you have to own a Jeep to duck a Jeep, or can you duck a Jeep without owning it? Because I see a lot I'd like to give little ducks to. Okay. Like your show. My husband's not too crazy about you, but I like you a lot. No need to say that, honestly. Yeah. Cool. Just say thank you. I like you. You're not going to go on to who doesn't like him. Uh, Morgan, Jeep expert, Jeep owner. What do you think? I think you can duck them. I think Jeeps would love it regardless. I mean, the whole... It's kind of weird, though. If somebody is, ducks you, they don't have a Jeep. It is weird, but honestly, you you don't know the difference because most of the time the ducking happens when you're not in your car. So That's not so true. So if you can sneak duck it, it's okay. Yeah, but if you're going to openly do it, maybe make sure you have a Jeep. That's not true, man. I've started to, since somebody sent me a bunch of ducks, now I throw them into other Jeeps. Like, I'm at a red light, and I see another Jeep, like, hey, no. dude, I got a duck for you, and I throw it to him. You're missing what she said. What? She's, no, she says you're not there. She said I'm most, face of, to face. most of you're the, the time. You're like the, the odd one who's chunking ducks. Yeah, yeah dude, also, I'm starting a new thing. I think that's really cool. Chunking ducks. <laughs> chunking ducks. I feel like I'd be scared. Like, what is he throwing in my car? Well, they, they're a little frightened at first. Like, you don't throw anything to anybody's car. Like a little ducky yeah. grenade? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't that. think you throw anything in anybody's car to they, traffic light. They like it after they realize Are you sure that. they do? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Here's Kelly in Washington. Hey, I'm just calling to uh, find out when Abby might be playing again. We are coming in October, and I really want to see her. Does she have any dates set into the future? Let us know. Thank you. Hey, Abby, when are you playing another show? You know, don't have any dates right now. Shocking. But what? I'll keep you updated. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, you're a go-getter, too. <laughs> Miss, I'm going to be a singer. An actor? She never okay. said she's going to be a singer. I mean, I get her this gig and they give her an no, no, open no, no. invitation and she has not but taken you just advantage. Said she said she's not. She said many times she's not trying to be a singer. You are trying to be an actor. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> it's harder to be an actor than a singer. Is it? I, I, yeah. I think they're both. Anything Probably the creative same. is pretty equal. It's almost impossible to do at a high level. Okay, Abby, thank you. Yeah. Okay. I'll get something. Let us going. know. All right, cool. <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. A docu-series about Arnold Schwarzenegger is out, and he doesn't hold back. Apparently, in one second. Good. He, I hate when they hold back. Yeah. <laughs> it's the death of a docu-series. People that hold back. Apparently, in one segment, he talks about having to tell his wife, Maria, that he had a baby with a housekeeper. Uh-huh. And just how that messed up everybody's world, like everybody involved. However, at this point, he doesn't want his son, Joseph, that looks like him. He's the one that looks like him. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's when like, that's what like his wife was like, hey, what's going on? Is this your child? Housekeeper's son, man. He keeps talking with an Austrian accent. (laughs) He's never actually. Every time he leaves with his mom, he's like, (laughs) so he said he doesn't want to make Joseph feel like he's not welcome in this world because he is very, very much welcome and he loves him. And he turned out to be an extraordinary young man. Well, he's also a monster. He's ripped like his dad. And his dad was a bodybuilder. For those that don't know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the biggest action star in the whole wide world for a long time. Before he was governor, before he's, I don't know what he is now. Old guy in TikTok. Yeah, he fixes potholes. Yeah, that's (laughs) the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was a Mr. Mr. Olympic, Mr. World. Yeah, he was a big bodybuilder. Then action star, then governor of California. Like, quite the career. But he was, his son, this son, his other son isn't like jacked like he is. This guy's jacked. Yeah, he was Terminator and kindergarten cop. And twins. And Commando. Yeah. Oh, Commando was awesome. <laughs> Predator. Yeah, I like Commando, though, the best. Commando that was, was awesome. so cool. Yeah. All right, what else? Should butter be refrigerated? Now, there's a debate yeah, online. Both. I don't know. I think about my house. I think sometimes it's in the fridge and sometimes it's not. Huh. Not the same butter. I don't know why my wife does. I don't know. I'm going to go with yes, though. If I ever have to question it, it doesn't hurt to refrigerate it. Yeah, well, there's this uh, post that's going viral talking about how I left butter out for 30 days and it didn't go rancid. It's totally fine. But the FDA... rancid? Like, that's your <laughs> argument? I didn't die of food poisoning. It must be right. The FDA said, look, you can keep butter out of the fridge, but for no longer than, like, two days. And I don't know. I just feel like it depends on how you grew up. Because my dad always wanted to keep butter out. He's like, we grew up. We kept the eggs out. We kept the butter out. We kept the milk the meat. out. Yeah. We kept and the I'm cheese like, out. I'm like, okay. So just keep it out for a few days. Put it back if you don't want it to go but, So bad. refrigerator. Refrigerator. Yeah. If there's a question in your mind, it's like going to a party and you don't know the dress code. You're like, oh, it's better to be slightly overdressed than underdressed. So if you're like, I don't really know the dress code, you dress up a little more than you normally would just in case. With anything, you're like, should I have a refrigerator? Yes, you put it in the fridge just in case because it really is not going to go bad in the fridge. Well, a lot of people must look into this because I just Googled it to double check and it said, for more information about butter, you may call the FDA toll free (laughs) at 888-723. Could you imagine like calling to be like... Because I got a question. (laughs) I'm totally confused. Okay, what else? Uh, Jelly Roll uh, tipped some teens working at Whataburger $1,000, and their reaction is amazing. Hey, yo, how many of y'all working right now? Hey, yo, listen, I'm going to Venmo you $1,000, but I want you to give everybody working with you $200. I'm dead serious, cuz, right now. My dude don't believe me, y'all. We're going to hit him with the big old bankroll. Does that annoy you, Lunchbox? Yeah. Well, Why? I mean, because... He's recording it. You know how he doesn't like. Yeah, like it's obvious he's recording it to look good. And I mean, and well, what about the kids who got the money anyway? It really didn't hurt us to hear that clip. 
Like we gave actually nothing. Yeah, but and it also annoys me because when I do that, it doesn't make the news. You don't do you that. Don't, you've never done I that. When have you given you away a sandwich? Dollars. Exactly. And that's great. And I like that. You but you got to think about scale wise. He has the money to be able to do that. Where I can afford. You have more. You could have bought somebody more than a sandwich. No, I bought. I bought three people sandwiches. You could scale wise. Right. You could have bought more than that. I, I tried. I, I bought the whole restaurant. <laughs> Everybody that was right. in there. I said, you get a sandwich. There's only three people. So in the end, you're not mad that you recorded it. You're mad that you just haven't been celebrated. A for little three both, sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And here is their actual reaction once they got the money. Oh my God! Oh my God! Sounds like a promo clip. Right. <laughs> like his song is behind it. Yeah, yeah. It does sound a bit like a promo clip, unless we did that. Did we do that, Ray? No, that was on there. They did it on TikTok. They did it on TikTok. TikTok. Did the kid, who, who was responsible? Uh, he, had, he had to record it too, though, or he wouldn't have that video. He oh, he live streamed it. You know what? I kind of like the live stream giveaway <laughs> stuff. Because then you know it's on purpose. He's not going, oh, I randomly recorded myself. Like he's on purpose going, I'm about to go get people some money. Like I think that's even, I think that works. So if you live stream your sandwiches, maybe. Uh, maybe that was my mistake. That I didn't go it. live. Yeah. yeah. And like we've said before, like sometimes we don't really care why someone's doing whatever. Those people working at Whataburger that night got a bonus. Eddie just hears Whataburger. Oh, man. That, he doesn't know anything dude, else. Dude, I started daydreaming about Whataburger right now. Wow. Uh, also, don't forget tomorrow, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 8 Mountain, 7 Pacific. We put our Pip and Joy shirts on up for you guys to buy at bobbybones.com. We don't make any money off these. Our goal is to build a home for United States Marine Corps Corporal Aaron Mankin, who was hit by an IED, has undergone 70 surgeries. He talks about here what happened when his vehicle was hit with an IED. Our track just happened to hit a stack mine that threw a 26-ton vehicle 10 feet in the air. I don't know how I escaped it, Bobby, to tell you the, the God honest truth. I mean, it took the lives of six Marines. I had to give my face and my flesh and, and a few fingers, but honestly, every day has been a blessing since. He proudly served his country until he was medically retired in 2008. He was near the Syrian border of Iraq when the IED hit his, his vehicle there. And so our goal is to build him a home that is suitable for his needs. And you guys can help us out tomorrow, 10 Eastern, and do the do the walk back, please, for my sake. Okay. I'm tired of doing the time. 10 Eastern? Yeah. No, not, no, not out loud. I just did it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Everyone's got it. I yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. got you. All right, that's it. Um, and Aaron Megan, he has two kids, so this home will be a, such a blessing. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This dog's 11 years old. I mean, it's an elderly dog. It's got three teeth, been losing some of his teeth. And so there are two dogs in the household. There's Vinny, the old dog, and Harley, the pup that they just adopted. And Harley was attacked by coyotes. And so Vinny, the old dog, stands up to the coyotes. One versus two. It's all on security camera. And you see the coyotes running like in the camera, like trying to get to the puppy. But then... Vinny gets up in front of the two coyotes and it's like a standoff, which is crazy. And this, I'm telling you, this dog, it's an old man. Yeah. So do you think this is like when someone's like, see, they see an old man like, hey, step back. Okay. We can't hurt the old man. We should probably back up. Even though the, the coyotes two, were <laughs> yeah. had integrity. Yeah. Even though the two coyotes the didn't really kill this guy. <laughs> I don't know why the coyotes didn't try to eat. Maybe because someone was aggressively pushing back the coyotes. And most animals want the least resistance possible. If they're going to kill, that's why they do it in a pack. Really? They don't want to have a big one-on-one, two-on-one fight where they might get hurt. They do it in seven, eight animals at a time to attack. So maybe that's what it was. And I'm telling you, this dog, when I say he's old, it looks like, I I like, I love all dogs. 
But little do- little like dogs that go in your purse kind of creep me out sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weird me out. Hand like, dogs. And this is like a little purse dog that used to, looks like a poodle, but now its fur is like dark because it's gotten it's so old. So it's one of those dogs. Vinny's that little? Vinny's little. Oh, wow. And Vinny's like, Burr. okay, here's a clip. Go. <laughs> Vinny's a superhero. He's uh, he's always been a scrapper. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's just not afraid of anything. Vinny ended up with several bites. Wow. 20 stitches. And the puppy was saved. Wow. Which is crazy. I saw another story. Did you guys see the, the viral video of the dog that was stuck on the, like, surfboard out in the ocean? Mm-hmm. Oh. So... And it may, I, I think it was ocean. It could have been, but there was a dock. So maybe it wasn't the ocean, but this dog is stuck on this board and I don't know where the owner went, but it, the, the board is floating out. It's like the dog got on the board and the board floated out and it's just out there by itself. And another dog is on the dock, jumps out, swims out, grabs the rope and drags wow. the dog. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I did, did you see, see that? that. Yeah. I think it, I think it, I feel like it was the ocean. Me too. But, but why would there be a dock you, on an ocean? You can have docks on yeah, an ocean. Yeah, docks really? I've been enough sure. oceans. Yeah, I've been yeah. to a lot of lakes, not enough oceans. Uh, oh, that's an ocean. That's huge. Yeah, oh, ocean. oh whoa, there goes the dog. Do you it's see busy. it? He's that's going. so cool. Whoa. He grabs the rope and pulls the dog in, and the yeah. other dog's got to be like, I don't know what's happening here. I'm a dog. This is awesome. You want that kind of dog. Anyway, the guy trained him to do this. Trained him? Like, yeah. set it all up for a viral video. Set it video. all up for a viral no. video. tell me something good. This is not. <laughs> Let's find good things and possibly make it bad. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, Bob. Good morning, studio. Hey, just listen to the uh, interview with Chris from Dashboard. I want to say, wow, what a good interview. He's a very cerebral, very smart. What are the top three most cerebral, intelligent artists that you guys have had? It's a good question. I thought about this for just a second. By the way, go check out the interview with Chris from Dashboard Confessional back in the 2000s. Man, I listen to so much Dashboard. And he had that song, Vindicated, I am something, so right, <laughs> like right. Yeah, it's good. So I thought about this. Here we go. These are the top three that come to my mind when I think about like the smartest artists that have come in. At number three, I'm going to put Matt Stell, who is sneaky smart because he's got a master's degree, almost went to medical school, but then he kind of plays the Arkansas redneck with a, just the mustache. Yeah, you don't like think that when you see him. Light. But you hang out with him, and I, I do <laughs> get to hang out. He's really smart. Yeah, really intelligent guy. His mom was like a superintendent. Yeah, he gets you. You're like, look at this hillbilly. Mustache. And then, <laughs> bush, bush of light. That's yeah. funny. But Matt Stell, really smart. I'm going to put Clint Black at number two. Really? When, when I talk to Clint or Clint's been on this show, if you or I've been on his TV show, if you are not dialed in, he will he'll just steamroll you with being so, so witty and so funny, you just won't catch up. Like he's... He was two or one. Like Clint Black is really smart, really quick. And then the number one, I'm going to put Breland. I don't know. He's just different. He thinks about things different. He's been on the Bobby cast. We did an hour. And some of those, there's that meme of the video game player where the, the guy's playing a video game and sitting straight up. And then he goes forward. And now he's like leaning forward, getting really into it. Mm. That's That was Breland. I was that having to lean into it because like, man, I got to keep up. This guy using words I don't really know saying things about so Breland's probably the number one if I were to go three two one right off the top of my head here anybody else come to your mind Breland was the first one but then also John Mayer is yeah but he's not a real guest oh he was like that comes in yeah he's like he was like a stop by oh well that was interesting to watch because both of y'all are 
like that. So. Yeah, um, Einstein, Albert Einstein. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Thomas Edison. <laughs> Those are great. I think Garth's pretty smart. I think there are a lot of really smart ones. Oh, but yeah. I think his question is, like, Cerebral. artists that come in and, I don't know, I just mm-hmm. took it like people that, that are to challenge me. Mm-hmm. Some artists are so smart, they can just not challenge me and go, Bobby's a dum-dum, and we can talk <laughs> dum-dum back to him. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. All right, let's do the investigative morning corny. Come on. We'll have 90 seconds to figure out Amy's morning corny, or as many as we possibly can. Here we go. The morning corny. Why were the scissors held back a year in school? They, they cut. cut. They cut, cut class. Cut, cut class. They cut. Not cut, cut class? They cut, cut they school. classes. They cut. Cut grades. They cut their exams. It, it's got to be cut. They sliced. It doesn't Slide. have to be cut. It doesn't. It doesn't? Okay. okay. Why, scissors. Mm-hmm. Why were the scissors they shaped held back future. a year in school? Why did they They fell behind. They, they cut too much class. That would make so sense. It would. But so sense. <laughs> so sense. That'll be dumb, dumb. They scissor. They chop. Shortcut. They, Why were the scissors held back a year in school? They cut. Why were the scissors held back in school? Uh, rock, paper, scissors? Uh, we're going to go, go with breaking the record to not getting this one. Terrible. When you don't advance. You can't give us hints. Uh, you can't give us hints. Okay. You failed. Can <laughs> you I give listen, you another you listen version? To what she said. You okay. get held back. Paperback. Why weren't paperback? The, they were paperback. Why were no. the knives held back a year in school? Because they cut too much class. Oh my god! The knives? The knives? I didn't know. Oh, they stabbed at it. No, wait, <laughs> no. They, they murdered someone with their. <laughs> they own were convicted. Y'all are, rage. Give, y'all are giving up. No, we're I not. Not okay. Cut up. They were, oh, they were cut ups. They, that's good too. They, they were, were cut ups. They were dull. Class, yeah, yeah. They were they were dull. They, they were oh, they dull. were dull. 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 They were dumb. Oh, they weren't sharp. Yes! They weren't sharp. They weren't very sharp. Okay. Okay. What do you call friends you listen to music with? Earmates. Earmates. Earbuds. 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 That's good. We didn't get it. Wow. That that might be the worst. You know, I still think they cut class was better than... They're they, dull. They weren't it? very they were, sharp. They weren't very sharp. They weren't very sharp. Yeah, I know a lot of people that weren't sharp that, that passed class. I don't know anybody who cut all their classes in back class. That's true. That's true, Amy. It doesn't matter. We're just angry we didn't get it. Are we going to do the thing for one? I got a question. Bobby Dum Dum. <laughs> scissors are dull? They could be dull. Is sure. that the end of it? You they know, they're not, not sharp. sharp. They could not be sharp. They're not sharp. You're cutting and it won't cut through. Remember oh, the ones we that, had when kindergarten? That was tough, man. That's tough. That was a really hard one. We, deserve, right, we deserve to be humbled this week. Okay, Amy, go ahead. Amy, you, you do it. You do it. We deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what to do? Yeah. Go. I just don't know when to go. Okay. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Oh, yeah, she's I'm, doing all of it. Yeah, good. I'm not what? doing it. Yeah. All right, we're done. All right. Man, I've... That's terrible. Uh. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. 
Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Since you were so fired up, Lunchbox, I'll give you a chance here. All right. Let me read you the rules. Raymundo made this game. Because you think Lunchbox doesn't pay attention to artists that come in. Correct. Anybody we talk about that's like a new artist? Yes, I just feel like he'll have no idea the actual names of these people. So here's what I'll do. So $2... For every one you miss, you have to give to me, but $10 for every one you get right. And I just had to name the artist? That's it. We'll just, we'll just play you a clip. You just name the artist. Like, are these like big artists or small artists? They're big artists. Oh, let's go. Either they've been in this studio and they've performed, or they're just big artists. All right, that's, let's so do it. So you're going to give $2 yeah. versus 10 if you get it right. Yeah, I just need to get one right. There's six answers, so I guess. Yeah, I mean, all right. Give ah, or take. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we're not going to tell you the name of the song. We're just going to play the clip. Yeah, hit me. And there are six. Ray, you can go uh, number one. Just play the clip. You know it? Yeah. Who is it? Megan Maroney. Correct. Ten dollars. He's got it. Oh, wow. Wow. He's up ten bucks. We'd love to see it. That's Megan Maroney. What's the name of the song? I don't know. How'd you know that was her then? Man, I almost said someone else, but then it hit me. I was like, she's talking about the Tennessee thing. Yeah. And but you I, remember that? Yeah, and, that's, and I just remember we had her on. She 
did a Zoom one and she did a in here one. Okay, he remembers. Yeah. Next up. To you, I'm just a man. To me, you're all I am. Where the hell am I supposed to go? You know that one? Why'd you, you nodded your head like you got yeah, it. I got like it. You clicked. Yeah, Who is it? Dashboard Confessional. All right. $10. Mm, it's all right. That is Zach, Zach Bryan. Bryan. Something in the orange. He's never been in here. No, I didn't say uh, they've all been in here. I what? Said, you said they've been in I here. I said they've either been in here or they have They said massive. that when they come in here, I don't pay attention. You don't, but I, I just literally said they've either been in here or they're right. a massive artist. You should have known that, though. Okay. No, no one you knows cut, that guy. Okay, next oh one up. Oh, my gosh. Everybody He's does. He's pretty famous. Next up. Yeah. Chasing all that empty still ain't got it right. All the crazy. All the gypsy. I guess all I'm saying is. How you feel about that? I don't know that one. Uh, that's that Abby's boyfriend. Um, gosh, what's his name? By the way, Abby doesn't have a boyfriend, and you're about to say something that's not true. Ah, <laughs> uh, the one Abby has a crush on. Right. You're just going to use this. That's probably not true either. Go ahead. No, no, she does. She went to the album release, yeah. and she posted videos, and he didn't repost hers. Okay, it's not about that. Who is it? Uh, what is his name? Uh, beard guy, big guy. Time. James. You were thinking of Nate Smith. That's him. It's not Nate Smith. It's Cody Johnson. Chasing all that empty. Still ain't got it right. I thought his song was, when you get a chance, take it. Yes, yeah, he's, he's got, got more than one. But why don't we play that one that I know? He's an artist. You, know, you, you played an obscure song that no, I know. That's his single right now that's in and, the top 30. And I'm pretty sure he performed it. I don't know. I don't think he did. Don't. He did? Yeah. Okay, next yeah. up. Go ahead. I told you. So far, you got one right and you missed two, so you're six bucks up right now. Yeah, I'm up six bucks. I'm about to be up 16. Go ahead. But you don't know what you said. Caroline Jones. Dang, wrong. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> that is Haley Witters. Don't know who that is. She's been yeah, here. Yeah, before. she's been here. No idea. Okay. Now you're Oh, she's that little. Is she a tiny girl? Yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's smaller. Blonde hair. Yeah. Dang. I don't know what that means, but. Like, she's real small. She's like short like Ray. And now you take shots at Ray for no Ray reason. Ray and I are the same height. <laughs> oh, she's I think she's shorter than you guys. Next up, go oh, ahead. Boy. I'll take you dancing in a country. Oh, get cocky look again. Ah, go ahead. You guys try to get me. That's Bailey Zimmerman. <laughs> Got it. Dude, we just talked about this. We, I mean, outwardly, yes. you and I just talked about it. He was sitting right there. It, off, maybe, off the the, air. maybe like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. That's Tyler Hubbard, FGL. Nah, I wouldn't have known that. Dancing in the country. Okay. You're up $2. Ah, dang. Man, Final that money one. went away. But Tyler Hubbard ain't been in here. Yes, but he's he has. one of FGL. Has he been in here? No. Oh, yeah. Not like, as individual. Eight years ago. Yeah, sure. yeah exactly, guys. But he's been here. Yeah, but, but they, don't, they don't all have to be, have been in here. Right? That's what I'm saying. These songs, you guys are going obscure songs. No, this is obscure. new. Exactly nine. new. Obscure. That's if current. It, that's the point of it. It's new stuff. Go. But it's like all... Ch I'm but not arguing. Don't do it, guys. Oh, boy. Top of He's the a Venus flytrap. He's trying to what, suck What, what number is that one at right now? 100? It, it's been at number one. Number is it, Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> you say 100. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take those zeros off. Okay. Yeah. Never heard Here it. Here we go. Last one. Lunchbox, you have $2. Yeah, I'm about to make 12. Last one. Go. You tried to get me. You tried to get me. I guess it last one, so you say, oh, I'll play it, and he won't know it is. Bailey Zimmerman. Oh, my God. It's Nate Smith. I thought, he, I thought he was on me to too, it. Me I too. thought he totally nailed because that's, Dang it. that is Nate like. Smith, and we did try to get you, and we did get you. <laughs> Those were the two I debated between. Dude, I don't know. You had the money, and then it went away. I thought he had it. I was like, he got me. Dang it. We're back to zero dollars. We're going to do a $1 song just so one of us wins. Yes. It's $1. Okay. Okay. Should I go blind? <laughs> He's gonna go. Yeah, yes. go blind for one. If you go, go blind, blind for one dollar, I'll make it two dollars. But you don't have to pay me two dollars. You pay me one. Uh, let me guess. I know because you know who I'm gonna guess. You already know who I'm gonna guess. I, and I promise you, already have it up. It's. Not. I, I know. I know. You know who I'm gonna guess. So I don't think I should go blind. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know who he's going to guess. Is his name rhyme with Rayleigh Rimmerman? <laughs> That's who I'm going to guess. So, then, then don't go blind. Well, I'm not going to go blind. $1 song. Go ahead, Ray. I only talk to God when I need Oh, yeah! Bailey? No! That's my boy! That's my boy! Okay, what's his name? Jelly Roll! All right, there he goes. He got $1. Uh, he made $1. Money, 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 money. So that gets three right? You got... You got two right. Well, kind of. I, I no, nailed Nate Smith. No, you no. didn't. Earlier not. in the you game. You said no. a name. You didn't nail it. I, I knew he was coming up. No. We're going to play Chris Staple. No, you didn't know he was coming up. No, Man, that's tough. Those are songs I need. you guys need to play more. We play them a lot. A lot actually. of them have been number ones, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday was one of the craziest days of my life. I'm still, I'm still feeling it. I, I was in a Blue Angel yesterday. It's fighter jet. But they showed me the buttons. They were like, don't worry. We disabled the fighter part for you. Oh, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> they literally did. They were like, this is where, I'll, but don't worry. But they kept the missiles on and everything? No, there were no they missiles, but they were like, you, if you hit something here, it's not going to, because it's there. Wow. So I wasn't able to talk about it. I alluded to it a couple days ago, but the Navy was like, please don't say anything about it until after it's done. So I guess a couple months ago, I was like, the Blue Angels have invited me to possibly fly with them. And then it was like, hey, zip it. So I had to zip it, which is hard for me to do, which I think I still got in trouble for coming on going, Rue Rambles. Oh, really? Well, Even not, the code talk? not trouble, but I, right. They, they, they deciphered my code. Who knew when did. I said Rue Rangels, they were going to decipher my code. <laughs> it's the military, man. Are you able to say? I can say whatever I want now. Okay. Why you weren't allowed to say? I don't know. They just asked me not to talk about it for security reasons. Okay. Stop uh, secret, man. Well, I didn't know because, yeah, if you give specifics on there, people are going to be like, oh, Blue Angels here at this time. Maybe. Well, it's part of an air show, too, so I don't think that was the issue, but... <laughs> oh. We all knew they were in town. They just said, don't say anything about it. So I go yesterday, right after the show. I mean, show's over. I had to be there, and it's the military, so I'm going to be... I'm on time anyway, but early is on time, so I was early. And I get, and I'm sitting, and I'm I'm, I'm saluting, and they're like, what are you doing, bro? You're not screaming salute. <laughs> you did I'm not like, okay, salute. okay. So... <laughs> They, Daddy's they take me in a room, and the, the, the squad leader comes out. I haven't even really seen the plane yet. And the squad, the leader of... That the unit comes out and he says, okay, we're going to sit and do a little briefing here on exactly what's going to happen. They put all these pictures in front of you before you get in the plane like this. What this says, don't touch this. Anything that's black and yellow, don't touch. There's a reason it's black and yellow. Don't touch it. It shows like four or five things except, except this. This is the one thing black and yellow we're going to need you to touch. I'm like, this is too much. This is too much. I'm going to, this is not good. Uh, you, like, don't touch anything, but touch one. He's like, don't worry. We'll be cool. 
So then we walk down the stairs and I see the plane. It's on my Instagram. If you guys want to go look at it, Mr. Bobby Bones is my Instagram name. It's crazy. I'm looking at the plane. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm going to get in this thing. I mean, it is a fighter jet. It's a blue angel that I've only seen fly above me. I've never seen one that close. And I'm like, oh my God. And then we have to talk through the protocol of if I have to eject. Oh, I yeah. swear to God, this was a conversation Uh-oh. 10 minutes long. Eesh. Because it's only me and the pilot up there. And so they're like, nothing's going to happen. But if it does, we've got to go through the ejection process. And I'm like, where's the button? I don't need, they don't need to know where the button. I don't need to see the button. Because I don't want to lean over and be like, oops, boom, <laughs> flying out You're of there. Gone. They're like, well, it's not exactly like that. So they show me, it's like, it takes 45 pounds of pressure to pull up. And it does this ejection if I wanted to eject myself. They said, but if something's happening, they have to eject you. The pilot up front can also eject you. And that's probably what would happen. They said, well, what will happen is the glass case on top of us. You'll see it come down on one of the slides on my Instagram because it's up. And it goes, boom, comes on top, locks, and then it pressurizes. And your ears start popping, just sitting there. Crazy. They're like, first thing that will happen is boom, that thing comes off. And then you put your fingers under your armpits and keep your arms in and lean your head back and tilt your body. I'm like, I'm out. I've already forgotten everything. I'll be freaking out. If they're like eject process, I'll be waving my arms. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently it shoots you up in the air and then you don't have to do anything because there's a box on it that pff, parachute comes out. They teach you how to do the, you pull on the squares to guide yourself down in a parachute. They tell you how to do that? Mm-hmm. They have to do all of it. They talk to you how to land because you have to land with your body turned a certain way or you might break your legs. Wow. And I'm like, this is a lot of information for... We're about to go on this in two minutes. And if I have to do it, for sure I'll get my cell phone out when I'm about to land. <laughs> like I'm about to get some good TikTok footage. So we do the whole thing. And I don't like heights, obviously. I don't like flying. I don't like flying, period. I have to fly all the time. I can't get over my fear of it. So I'm scared. And then they have to teach you right before you go up how to push your body because I'm very familiar with G's now. I was until yesterday, so don't make fun of me for using the word G's naturally G, in a sentence. G what? Like G force. Oh, oh so, yeah. Yeah, it's your plane talk. Your the lingo. guy's like, hey, once you hit about three G's, mm-hmm. which is your which is your body pulling against what's happening. It's like a roller coaster. It's like 0. 0.2 G's. If you're oh. going down hard. Oh, <laughs> it's crazy. He's like, if you're at three G's, you're going to start to feel it. So you have to push with your legs as hard as you can, squeeze your butt, push your diaphragm out, and you got to push your body hard to counter it because your blood goes from your head down to your feet. That's what's happening. It's pulling you so hard, your blood is going from your head down to your feet. So you have to push so hard that it it fights your, keeps your blood up. And I'm like, okay, really? Like, he's like, you're doing squats. You're strapped in, but you're doing squats as hard as you can every time. You know, give you a heads up, we're about to hit these G. There's no G suit. And some of the planes, they let you wear a G suit. But these guys take pride and they don't have to wear a G suit. I would have liked to wear a G suit. I don't know what it was, but I like to wear <laughs> G string, G suit, whatever. Put me in it. And so... I got cool. And he goes, the plane will max out at 7.5 Gs. I don't know if we'll get there, but the the faster we go, the more it's going, it's going to be hard on your body. And you said a roller coaster is 0.3. It's very, yes, very low. That's crazy. Very low. So we get up and we take off. And again, you can see the video and we're just right above the ground. And he goes, all right, here we go. Brace yourself. Hold tight. And he goes, boom, straight up in the air. Like a- That's crazy. Like NASA. Yeah. Again. It's on, you can watch the video on my Instagram. It's, I'm going, oh, it just sucks it out of you. And finally we get to the top and he goes, okay, that's why you have to push against it. Cause I felt, I got a little blurry on that one. Just blurry where I couldn't see all, I could still see light. So we're now doing uh, rolls, 
what do you call it? The yeah, barrel, barrel rolls. rolls. We get up and he's like, check it out. We're doing turns, barrel rolls. And this guy's like the greatest of the great. Like you, he's like at 3,000 hours of in this plane specifically. So I'm already up there and I'm like, well, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. So I'm going to at least enjoy what I get to do. So I kind of separated my fear of flying because I knew I was up there and he's, that's like the greatest in the world. So I'd probably rather even be up with him doing that than a Southwest pilot who's been on the job for like two weeks, you know? <laughs> right. So, so I'm like, I'm gonna let that go. And let's just, let's just try to have a good time. Um, it's hard, but I'm holding on. I'm holding on so hard to the handles. They give you two handles. They give you like two fighter controls Ooh. with like buttons on it. Let's go. That I think is meant for fighter piloting, but they've disabled it. And so I, I'm holding on to those. And then there's two up, you know, like the OS handles in cars <laughs> yeah, where you hold yeah, on above your on head. Top, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's two of those and I'm holding on to those as tight as I can. So we're doing barrel rolls. We're doing upside downs. We went fully upside down for like 30 seconds straight. Oh, where your head is like upside. I'm talking upside about straight down. And oh, it's wow. clear. So you're looking down. Oh, no, you see no. the earth. Are you screaming the whole time? I don't scream at all because oh. there's a headset and I'm being recorded. And Eddie, I have the chip if you want to put some of this. Okay, perfect. I don't scream at all because I'm embarrassed that I want to scream so much. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you ready? And I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> And I didn't know what to say sometimes. He'd say something. I'd be like, copy. I was just using lingo that I'd heard on walkie talkies. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Yeah, yeah. Because it was only him and I up there. And we get to the, we, we, it was 40, 40, 45 minutes long, right? Whoa. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. And we get to the final one. He goes, hey, you want to you wanna hit seven and a half? Because we had hit six Gs. And I thought my face was about to peel off. And again, I'm on camera. And I'm like, let's go. In my head, though, I'm going, no. In my heart, outside, I'm going, let's go. But in my head, I'm going, no. Come on. So he goes, all right. And you have to hold your breath or it sucks the air out of you. And you can't, you have no control. So you're, <gasps> and you're pushing with your legs and your stomach and your knees. He hits seven and a half. I was, I've never been on the edge of blacking out before. I was on the edge. I went totally black in my eyes. I could see nothing. My face felt like it was numb. Your eyes were open, but you couldn't see anything. Nothing. It's, all the blood was gone from my head. What? And he's like, oh, here we go. And then he didn't go for, I don't know, 20 seconds or so. I'm not even sure. And he comes back to He goes, you good? You good? You good? It was super cool. And I was like, yeah. I was not good. I was not good. I got so sick. I would do it again. But I got, it, I, I get so motion sick anyway. I landed. I couldn't get up. I couldn't stand up. There's a video of me just sitting in the plane. They lift the top off and I'm just sitting there. They're like, bro, you okay? Oh, yeah, I just need a second. I just need a second. So finally climbed down the ladder. They gave me a picture. We did the whole deal. I felt like after you go to the dentist and you have work done and you've been on laughing gas, probably shouldn't have drove. I wasn't on any gas. I was just so sick, motion sick. Got home. I went to Chick-fil-A first. Oh, good. Because I needed something. And I went to Chick-fil-A, got me a, a sandwich and a sweet tea and some fruit. Just sat in the parking lot and ate it. Still wasn't feeling good. Went home, laid in the bathroom floor for an hour. Oh. Wow. At least an hour. And my wife's like, you okay? I'm like, I don't think so. She said, why didn't you say no? I was like, I I don't know. And no to the seven G- <laughs> 7.5? No, to doing it, period. Because she knew oh. I hate flying. I was like, yeah, I felt like I had to. It's like an experience that nobody yeah. gets. That's she crazy. goes, well, I mean, a lot of people don't get burned alive either. You wouldn't say yes to that. And I was like, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, but it was awesome. I mean, just to look back at it, you can see the pictures again on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. I've ne- it's the hardest thing my body's ever been through ever in the history of my life. Mm-hmm. And I've done triathlons. I've done breaking Bobby Bones. 
It was the hardest thing my body's ever been through. Those pilots are so elite. They're in such elite shape. This dude, we're in full body suits. We're in the, the, the pilot suits, not G suits. Pilot, just fabric, but it says like Blue Angels. And he, he shows up and he's ripped. And I'm like, why does a pilot got it? Then I saw why the pilot needed to be that ripped. Yeah. Because their bodies just go through it. So, oh, man. It was amazing. I'm very grateful that I got to do it. I won't do it again. Not that they're offering, but I'm good. Tapped out of G's. And <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know. Amazing experience. You have any questions before we got to jump real quick? Yeah. I mean, one word. Give the whole experience one word. Ah, uh, sick. Because I'm just so, I get so emotional oh, sick. Yeah. Okay. But the, but the, the can... last third of it, I was absolutely unable to even talk. I thought I was going to vomit. Adam strapped two vomit bags to my legs. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's smart. Under the straps. Just yeah. in case. And I had my fingers on it just in case I needed to pull it. Wow. Did you have a name like Maverick, Iceman, anything? Yeah, yeah, Pee Wee. <laughs> no. <Nuh-uh. laughs> Roger that, Pee Wee. Yeah. No, I didn't have a name. Did you ever talk to... I felt like a Pee Wee, uh, though, I promise you. Did you ever talk to air traffic control? No, but I talked to him a lot. I just stayed off that. They were saying a lot of words I didn't know. Yeah, yeah we got 1,600. Hey, guys, what's up? Uh, you ever listen to my bone show? <laughs> Who's that guy talking Pee-wee about? Pee Wee here. <laughs> anyway. So uh, if you would have vomited, would it have gone into his space mm-hmm. or he no, separated? No, but it would have gone all over the window because we do so many flips. So that's why I had my fingers on the... That is so cool. On, yeah, on the vomit Think, bags. Oh. How was the turbulence up there? Is it, is it, yeah. You don't worry about it because you're doing flips. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You're not worried about a little bumpy, right? Mm-hmm. A, little, a little turbulence. <laughs> I feel like just fine. Uh, sick works like you got sick, but it's also sick. Mm-hmm. There's double meaning no, for was, sick. No, it was sick. It was, it was an amazing experience, but I was sick as crap. So when you come down the stairs today... Yeah, no, everybody did. There's a whole group there, and everybody's taking cool. pictures. I mean, people, my friends were sending me pictures going, I didn't know you were up in this, but we recorded this over the top of our house, and the thing's doing... Oh, they saw you? And they put out smoke so you can see the loops they're doing, and so we'd go back into our smoke. It was crazy. All right, I got to go. Ray's okay, telling me to go. Ahead. But if you guys have any questions, I can answer them later. If you, the listener, would like to know something. But I flew with the Blue Angels. It was amazing. Shout out to the Navy. Shout out to the Blue Angels. There's, if you're in Tennessee, the air show is happening this weekend. You can go to it. It's worth it. It's crazy. Thank you. <laughs> We had to pull a comforter out of some closet last night and used it forever. And I, I think there was so much dust in it. And I slept with the dust. Ugh. Oh, no. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I had to do it when I drive into work, especially if I'm driving the Bronco, because it's loud. It's Bronco from the 70s. It's so I have to turn the music up loud. And I always have like a drive-in song. And so this morning, it was this song from Tom Petty. Yeah. I was feeling this morning. I'll wreck you, yeah. baby. Uh, you wrecked me, but oh, yeah, whatever. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it up loud. The cars next to me are like, what's happening here? They look at me and they're like, oh, he's cool. Well, that's a long. bad dude right there. Yeah. This whole album, though, could have been a country album. Wildflowers. Oh, just great record. Oh, yeah. A lot of Tom Petty could have been country. Mm-hmm. This one, like, especially. But I was, I think everybody's like, that cool guy. So a lot of times I'll listen to 90s. And they're like, why is that guy listening to Satellite? It's more set song. <laughs> Blaring it. In Are you Bronco. reading their lips that you see them say, that's a cool guy? I'm like, just assuming they're thinking that. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a total assumption here. Here you go. Everybody can get, get it here. You wrecked me, baby. Yeah, you wrecked me into. Imagine me dressing like this. You moved me, honey. What's up, white car? Yeah. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's me this morning. But I have some uh, thing that I slept with a dusty comforter. It could be those wildfires, man. It's all hazy out there. I don't think that's here, though. No, it's the comforter because I remember going, some dust or something. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that 
but it's like in a we didn't have to wash it. It was a whole mess. We watched the Oklahoma softball game, at least most of it. And we have family that coaches head coach Oklahoma, Patty Gasso. So rooting for her, obviously, and fell asleep because the game got delayed twice because of weather, lightning. So it was delayed like an hour and a half. It didn't start till close to nine. But I fell asleep and they were winning 2-0 and I woke up and I was like, come on. I know we got a lot of Tallahassee listeners too. So shout out to you guys. You had a great season. And who knows, you still may win. But I personally have family coaching Oklahoma. And they've won two championships in a row going for three. But woke up this morning and saw they won 5-0. So pretty excited for that. One more game tonight. Let's go. The only other college team I've ever rooted for, either Oklahoma or Utah, that's not an Arkansas team. And only because of family. Family This whole family thing's weird. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew I would ever, ever root for something that just wasn't Arkansas? But I am. I still won't say it, though. What? I'm oh, not, I'm not that, saying that, that. That word, the mm-hmm. B word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, boomer. beautiful? Boomer. Yeah, I don't oh, say that. Yeah. I don't say boomer. That's it. All right, news time. Let's go. Bobby's Big Stories. It's common to feel depressed when your show ends. It's that time of year when TV shows finish. Some are done forever, like Succession, like Ted Lasso. Those are series finales. And when they end, you've spent years with them, and it's normal if you feel a little bit depressed because those are like friendships. People feel sad when those things I do. Especially if I've spent a lot of time with it. I've enjoyed it. I've looked forward to like that time. It's appointment watching for me. It's I know on, you know, we don't watch anything live anymore, but I know like on Monday night, Kayla and I are going to watch Succession from Sunday night. So that routine is over. But yeah, Succession, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Ted Lasso all ended. If you felt depressed because a favorite show is wrapped up, you're not alone. There's a condition for that. It's called post-series depression. Oh, wow. PSD. (laughs) Don't put the T in there, though. It's no PTSD. (laughs) It's PSD, and that is from popular science. Hmm. But, yeah, we lost Succession recently, which has has been a bummer. We watched that uh, Love and Death, which is Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's younger sister. Elizabeth? Elizabeth Olsen. Awesome. She was in the Disney Plus uh, WandaVision. WandaVision. She's she's amazing. But I kept going to Kayla and saying, hey, you want to watch Full House again tonight? She's like, it's not called Full House. I'm like, well, that's what I think about when I see her. She does look like them. She does look like them. But it's a true story from Texas in the 80s where this woman has to go to trial because did she kill this woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely not TGIF. Not, yeah. No, no, and no. Full, and uh, Family Matters doesn't follow it. Right. <laughs> but it was awesome. I don't, I don't spoil anything about it, but it was awesome. It was true. And Lunchbox, you watched it? Uh, I've started watching it, and I am like, I've passed up nap two days in a row. So I could watch an episode. Like I'm like, I gotta squeeze an episode in because it is so good. And because it's real, it makes it better. Yeah. You're, oh, tell, yeah. you're telling me the hottie is Mary Kate and Ashley's sister? Yeah. Yes. You can't see the resemblance? I had no idea. It looks like at any moment she's gonna go, You got it, dude. <laughs> see, it yeah, really does. We've also talked about it a lot. No, no, but I didn't know he which doesn't I, listen. No, no, I don't know which one you're talking about. There's a lot the of main people woman. In the, the main girl. I got the it now. Woman. I didn't know she the one was, that looks like little Michelle. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't look like a little Michelle. Okay, well, that's not okay, what I meant. Yeah, she All is right. an adult now. She's 34. She's <laughs> yeah. like a... Yeah, she is a... Okay, moving on. But it is a good it's, show. It's awesome. Oh, man, I... I love shows, too, when it's true. At the end, they show real pictures of the real people. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, now my question is, I wanted to Google don't, them I, because I don't want to, like... But I don't want to ruin it, so do they do they really resemble... Oh, wait, you didn't finish it? Again, I've got, like... I don't know how many episodes are in it. There's eight total. Oh, then I got time to go. Yeah, don't Google anything do, about do it. Do not. Yeah, don't, don't you have Google. to resist every urge because it's it's such a payoff at the end when you see what they look like in real life. After you've, it's cool. Ugh. What they, what certain of them, people, what are they, some of them are doing now? Some of them aren't. It's a whole situation. Dang. Cool. Yeah. Eddie liked it too. Love, love, and death on Max. Thank you. Do you have trouble remembering a person's name after you meet them the first time? Oh yeah. yes. yes. Here's a trick to improve your memory: ask the person what they do for a living. 
A study found that subjects could remember a person's name after asking their occupation. Why? Because it has to do with how our brains record information. When you store items in the memory, the two are automatically linked. and There's a better chance of you recalling at least one piece that leads you to the other. I feel like John the plumber. Yeah, yeah if you're like, oh, I know this guy. He uh, has a landscaping business. Uh, landscaping, land, earth. Uh, earth rhymes with uh, hearth, hearth, heart, him. Okay, Harvey. That, that's too much. What? I think. Well, that was way <laughs> too really deep. complicated. Okay. You guys well. ever seen that episode of The Office where Michael Scott can remember everybody's name? Because he does that. that. Yes, yeah, so he does yeah. the whole thing. That's how I would rock the ACT, though. Wow. All the answers, I would just associate with something and then walk that little line. You remember lyrics that way, too. If I can remember the uh-huh. lyrics. Yeah. That's from Woman's Day magazine. I don't know a single person that goes, you know, I'm great with names. No, I'm better with names when I drink. That I, night, you'll forget no, it the no, next no. day, though. I, it's so weird. Like, I meet people sober, and I'll never remember their name. If I've been drinking, I'll remember your name. Is it because you made out with them? Uh, no, I don't know what it is. You like, just we, associate it with a good time. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because, like, we have those record people come in here all the time, and we see them all the time. They've been in for 10 years. I don't know their names. I'm be honest with you. I don't know all their names either. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't hey. know who they work for. I mean, I built our studio so they couldn't come in here anymore. I'll be honest. <laughs> Because it's always like, and like you say, it's associate what they do. Yeah. Well, what do they do? They work with the record label. I don't know their names, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, Georgia doctor on a Delta flight to Maine, where he was flying to actually propose to his girlfriend, is arrested after grabbing a female passenger's crotch. Again, he's a doctor. Mm. So you feel like he should be elevated mm-hmm. in the intelligence war. And then he was on the way to propose to his girlfriend. And that's what he did. And he grabs a oh female passenger's God. crotch mm. as he pretended to be asleep and claimed he was merely reaching to squeeze the stranger's thigh. But but even that. what? <laughs> but if he's asleep, I guess you can go, sorry, I can't control what I say in my sleep or I didn't mean to grab your thigh. I was having a dream. Yeah. Well, it's I, still tough. Yeah, it's still I tough. I grabbed my, bro- my brother's butt one time. We were sleeping. Sleeping. Dr. Jake Cho, 48, accused the passenger of making the story up before admitting to the assault, but insisted it was not sexual. If convicted, he faces up to two years in prison and quarter million dollar fine. Shortly after the plane landed, a woman who had been sitting in seat 17A told police that he was assigned to 17B, had continuously leaned into her seat area while appearing to be asleep. Bro, that's a creepy move. (laughs) The complainant told investigators that Cho moved his hand onto the seat in the space between him and the woman with his hand in contact with her thigh and butt. During the flight, when it experienced turbulence, he sp- appeared to have spasmed and reached over and into her crotch. Huh. Is that like getting bumped? He's acting like he got bumped into Wait, somebody. Tur- like, oh, is the yeah. turbulence? Oh, I didn't mean to get bumped into you. Oh, I didn't mean to put my hand in your crotch. Mm. What kind of That turbulence doctor? is so hard, I got to put my hand right in the spot that you don't want it. Oh, crotch. That's just, oh, that's weird. Bro, yeah, what's your doctor? Right, what kind of doctor? And then also, let's just... If he was a gynecologist, would that affect... Well, I mean, any kind of doctor. Like, anybody that he's... I I don't know. I just feel like we need to investigate him. I bet you his girl's not with him anymore. Well, what's crazy is he didn't get arrested right then. He went and proposed, and then when he was getting back on the plane on Sunday, they were waiting for him at the gate. Because they knew his return. Yeah, because they knew his return. Was his girl with him? No, he was like, guys, I don't. I guess she lives up there. And he was like, I was going to propose to my girlfriend, so I don't know what you're talking about. But then he... Fast up. Do you think she gives the ring back? That's that's tough. You, Gosh, you that's have a terrible. great day. Yeah. Yeah. Your doctor boyfriend proposes to you, then all of a sudden he's crotch grabber MD. Mm. Man. In the news? Yeah. Cool. Allegedly. No, I guess he admitted to it, huh? When y'all no, say he admitted, allegedly. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. saying he was asleep in uh, the Allegedly. We don't say allegedly. <laughs> or if you did know. he say, just kidding, I was awake? No, no, he said he was asleep. Okay. He said it was awkward, you know, because he was asleep and the plane bumped him, so he just acted like he but was But he asleep. never admitted, though, he wasn't asleep? He said, so then I just acted like I was asleep the rest of the flight. Mm-hmm. He goes, I was jarred awake. 
Learn that in medical school, I guess. Uh, huh. Oh, Interesting. No. Mm-hmm. What if he's a sleep doctor? Ooh. Oh. That literally matters none. <laughs> it would just be ironic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> a financial planner has revealed how foregoing your daily coffee could save you a fortune in retirement. This financial planner reveals how not having your coffee every day could boost your 401k and make you $315,000 richer in retirement. Wow. Wait, okay. Now, you guys have the access to a 401k, but you don't use it. No. Nope. Not yet. Not yet. You're both been thinking about 40 it. Mm-hmm. and above. Yep. So, but I don't drink coffee, so he can't. Well, you can give up anything. <laughs> oh. Lottery tickets. Oh, um, if you'd have been doing the lottery, you'd have a million bucks. No, I wouldn't. You'd have a lot. Somebody figured it out. It was like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, but I wouldn't. You guys say I would have that, but I would have no access to it. No, you can pull it out. There's a penalty, but you'd, I you'd don't pull want it to penalize. But it's about retirement when you're not penalized. So when you retire, you don't. So if I say I'm retired, I don't get penalized. I don't think it's you just declare retirement. <laughs> I think it's a certain age that you hit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, investment advisor Patrick Donnelly says resisting your temptation to buy your cold brew or latte and making it at home, again, $300,000. He says ditch that expense, which costs you around 40 bucks a week. If you put in a 401k, that's about 160 bucks a month that you could be putting in with the money that it accumulates if they match it. If they, that, that's big time for your. That is. That's a lot of money. For your work graduation. Mm. God, I can't wait. Yeah. I don't want to call it retirement. <laughs> graduation. Work graduation. Uh, finally, I'm a sugar baby who's paid by older men to go on dates and travel the world. They're more respectful than my exes. Her name's Charlotte Davies. She's 24. She casually uh, began dating some dude after an eight-year relationship. And then there's this app that she gets on and she's on TikTok talking about it. She's given money to literally to just exist, she says. And I sent this over to Lunchbox, and he went and investigated this a little bit. You do not think she's telling the truth? No, she's a liar. But how do you know she's a liar? Because she ain't hot enough to be a, that. Like, you, you see her pictures, I'm like, this girl ain't even hot. Okay. Like, guys, Maybe to you. Yeah, looks are relative. That's true. Okay, Eddie, let me pull her up. No, don't bring me into this. <laughs> why? Why I'm you not going to be the gauge if she's hot or not. Well, just take a look and see yeah, if like, you why think would you not? Has- why would you not want to look to see if she's hot? You look at other girls, you know if they're hot or not. Yeah, but I don't say out loud if they're hot or not. But you say it in your head and you, you stare at them through your sunglasses. In, uh, Gladiator where, where Joaquin Phoenix has <laughs> thumb? thumb and he's like in the middle and he goes up oh, or down boy, to kill oh, them. Boy. Do I really want to play that game? Charlotte <laughs> claims her sugar daddies have taken her on trips to Paris, first class travel, money for dinner, drinks, and hotels, and pay her 200 bucks per date as well. And all That's she has to do is just Nail. exist, <laughs> like go... Pretty much. There you go. But she has to do anything? No, I don't think so. I mean... Mm. She just has to go. Yeah. Okay. She, ain't thought... she ain't hot! No. This ain't a Disney movie, Amy. Hey. Oh. Okay, Eddie's doing the thumb halfway, and... Halfway, halfway. No, not even halfway. Middle. You Keep even... it halfway. Maybe Let me li- see. Let me see. Maybe a little less than halfway. Oh, Flip gosh. Screen. Oh, boy. She ain't hot at all. Wait. <laughs> this is not... <laughs> she, okay, she's cute. Oh, yeah, what she's are y'all fine. talking about? Yeah, she's no, no, fine. No, you're somebody like 70. Yeah. No, no, like if you're looking for a sugar... If you're going to be a sugar daddy, you're going to want a smoke show. This girl is like, uh, no, she's, she's fine. normal. She's, yeah, she's pretty normal. Uh, finally, <laughs> this is the real final. ACM Awards see a huge year over year growth in 2023. So massive success for the ACM Awards, which is great. There's the one in Dallas. The one you were a part of. Yes. So thank you. Because for sure it couldn't have been Dolly and Garth. It had no. to all be me and our listeners. Backstage with Bobby. Yes, for sure. Not Dolly and Garth, the two biggest <laughs> superstars in country music history. But no, seriously, for you guys, thank you for listening. It was a big part of the show with you guys watching it and me being a part of it was only allowed because of you guys that listen to the show. So thank you very much. That is from Billboard. And that is the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're talking about back in the day. I mean, I was probably 12, and I realized that if you signed up for this thing called Columbia Music, or maybe BMG as well, they'd send you like 12 records for a penny. And then oh, yeah. you got all these CDs. And you're like, oh, wait, all I have to pay is a penny. I was a kid. I didn't have a credit card, but I signed up, and they sent this big box of CDs. I was talking about Tom Petty earlier on the show, and I got that Wildflowers album from doing that, like Columbia. I listened to it, loved it. That was one of the greatest albums. I got like Chili Peppers. Like, I actually walked. I, I know all the albums I got for free, like twelve for a penny. And then you're supposed to start paying for it after that. They, but they send you like three more, and then they supposedly send you a bill and charge you. But I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, what What are they going to do? Put me in jail? I'm a kid. 
You can't put a kid in jail. And how do they? So I, I got CDs forever and never paid for them. And I wrote a letter with a stamp on it. It said, please stop sending me these CDs. I was never supposed to do this to begin with. I have been punished accordingly. Please stop. Like, I got in trouble. Oh, wow. But they still wouldn't stop sending the CDs. Like, I sent a, a, a handwritten letter back to the place. So I just kept getting them and getting them and getting them. And then I started to wonder, is my credit ruined? And they finally stopped. And it took years for it to come off my credit as bad credit. Wow. Even as a kid. Wow. You really? Could, yeah. Huh. I bet we were all in that same boat. You know, you with bad paid. credit for a little bit and just didn't realize it. So we did this. But Morgan... You're younger than us. Do you know what we're talking about when we say 12 CDs for a penny? No, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I had CDs, but I don't know this reference of like 12 CDs for a penny. <laughs> you get like a pamphlet. <laughs> With a bunch of, li- a list of All music. the CDs. You- it's tons of them. All the CDs you'd want. And then they would go, all you have to do is give us one penny and we'll send you 12 CDs. But then you sign up. And then after that, they hit you with like three, and then they charge you like twelve bucks each for the three. Then they start sending you stuff you didn't even want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I got Engelbert Humperdinck here. I never ordered that crap. <laughs> right. So that's what it was. It was kind of like a scheme to get you to get into this program, but I never, I never paid for any of it. But I learned so much music from that. I'm thankful, and I'm here today because of yeah. that. So I'd like to shout out to Columbia, <laughs> Columbia House, Columbia House for allowing me to be here today. Uh, speaking of music, I know I think probably on Monday of next week. I'm going to announce either the first show of my comedically inspirational on the road tour, or I'm going to announce the whole tour. I'm not sure yet, but I don't have a music opener for the tour yet. I'm probably going to do eight, eight or nine cities. I just, I don't have a, a music opener, and it pays a thousand bucks a show, hmm. but the, you have to get your own. I mean, it's like you got to pay three hundred bucks for the flight. If but some of the shows aren't that far. You gotta pay for a hotel, so you usually make four or five hundred bucks a show after all that. So you're thinking you want the same opener for all of them, or you yeah, do different? I would like the same, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna have to. I just we've been struggling getting all these shows, and I haven't even thought about an opener. I got someone, <laughs> Abby. <laughs> oh, someone you manage? Yeah, Lunchbox. Yeah, you manage Abby now? Yeah. <laughs> On trucks. I, mean, I think, I, listen, Abby, I think if you want to do a show or two, I can't give her the thousand bucks because that's like the support. But I can pay her a few hundred bucks if she wants to do a show or two. I don't care about that. I mean, she'd like to do all nine. She's She's got a wide open schedule. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> no. We'll see. But that's, what I, that's what's stressing me out now is I'm trying to find somebody. I haven't even put an ask out yet. I'm just going through the process of going through people. That and if anybody's going to buy tickets. Stress me out all the time. We talked about that, though. Uh, there's that. If you guys want to hear about my ride in the Blue Angel, all you have to do is go over to the podcast later. I still feel the effects of all that G-force. I'm still a little bit motion sick, if you can believe that. Well, I can oh, believe it. 15 yeah, hours later. Off. You yeah. get motion sick driving in a car. I like. do, but it was this was like <laughs> hardcore motion sick. Know, yeah, man. your body was put through something that it's never been through wow. before. Uh, let's go to Mary in Austin, who's on the phone. Hey, Mary, you're on the show. What's going on? Good morning. Uh, so I called in a few months ago and um, told you that I had given up a child for adoption and he found me on Ancestry. And uh, we met in uh, Denver this past week. Wow. Yeah. He's and- very nice. Um, he's welcoming. I met my grandson. Wow. Yeah, my husband has known about him for a long time, but in Texas, um, when you do that, uh, they seal the records. So, so you couldn't um, go and my- request the records from 
a government agency because it was sealed, they'd have to use a third party to kind of find you or you find them. Yeah. Okay. And I, you called the show, right? And did, did I give you advice? No, you just said to call back after I've actually met him. Sounds like I was. And I just being lazy wanted you to know that um, it went well. My, uh, I was with my husband's family shortly before that, and they were all like, everybody's just waiting. Have you met him yet? Have you? Mm-hmm. And um, he was getting the same thing from his friends and family, and uh, we. We ate together a couple of times, um, went to his house. I, I gave him the picture uh, that, so when when there's that situation, I worked at a hospital in Fort Worth, and um, he was in the preemie nursery, and he was 10 pounds, 2 ounces. And um, But they, they had used the baby's pictures. You know how they take baby pictures, and half the time the parents don't want them? And so they had cut up the baby pictures and made ornaments of the kids that had been in their nursery. And I walked by their Christmas tree and I saw his picture and I took it. And so I gave that picture to him. He was so touched. Like his only baby picture probably from that young. So are you guys going to stay in contact? Absolutely. He kept saying, let's stay in contact. We're, you know, um, we haven't got plans to meet. He's uh, a teacher and he teaches uh, summer classes. And, but um, I, I, so we got lots of hugs in. That's great. And I didn't cry like crazy like I expected to. I'm always but, um, kind of fascinated I, with nature versus nurture, too. So when you met him, and we'll be quicker because Ray's telling me I have to go, but um, when you met him, did you see things and hear things, or were there things about him that you're like, man, that is straight from me or his dad, that he wasn't even around us, and he doesn't know that, but that's nature, and it's not nurture? Yes. Um, in fact, his son was saying something about he has a dimple in his chin. I said, oh, my God, my dad had a dimple in his chin, and so did my brother. And so I found a picture showing that. And and so, I mean, there was an an immediate connection that way. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad it ended positively. And you don't always have to have another meeting on the books. It's just the option that if you want to invest more in this relationship, you can, and there's no pressure on it. And there shouldn't be because you guys weren't forced to do this. You kind of took a risk to do it. I'm glad you did. It's awesome. I mean, when I went back to meet my biological father and I hadn't seen him in 30 years, I wrote about it and fail until you don't. I started that book with it because I felt like a hypocrite telling people, hey, here's how you can face your fears. If I didn't face my biggest fear, which was meeting the biggest villain in my life. And then I meet him and realize, ah, he's not really a villain. He was just somebody who made a bunch of mistakes when he was 17 and was either embarrassed or too stubborn to go back. And I have a lot of that in me too, that stubbornness. But the meeting was fine and I didn't hate him anymore and that was great, but I didn't feel the need to go back and be like, I wanna hang out all the time. And that was up to us. I mean, I get to have that that choice, but I felt even that meeting was so good for me. Oh, I'm sure. Because it yeah. helped me go, you know what? I don't hate this dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he made some bad decisions. I hope I don't... That's what scares me so much about being a dad at some point is that I don't want to do that. And I could see a lot of me in him in that I am so stubborn or bullheaded or however you want to define it. Like that's me. And I think he did it over some stuff that affected my life in a lot of ways. But I just see that and I'm like, man, could I do that to a kid? That scares the crap out of me. 
Because who can who can have a kid and then just go peace out? Well, a seventeen year old could honestly. Right. Yeah. Because he was seventeen when I when I was born. A scared seventeen year old. You're right. Yeah. There's so much fear in that, and then also both of these stories right now are so encouraging to listeners. There might be a listener out there right now because y'all have two very different circumstances, but either one, like maybe you have an estranged father or you were, you know, with an adopted family and don't know your birth mom or dad, like this is maybe sparking something in someone to create that meeting or do a DNA test or whatever it looks like. And it is hard. Yes. And it's going to be hard and it might not work out positively, but it might and regardless, there is some sense of closure, even if it's not closed. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like Mary, who's on the phone now, and her biological son, I don't feel like that's closed. But even if they had met each other and they're like, hey, good, thank you, this has been awesome, they, they could have closed it. But even now, there's closure even though it's not closed because she has closure to know that she's now met her biological son and she can go back at any time. Mm-hmm. He can come back at any time. It ain't easy. But nothing in life that's worth anything is easy. If it was, everybody would be doing it. So congratulations, Mary. That's pretty cool. I like that about you. And, I, and I'm glad. And I hope that you, if he wants to, you guys have a relationship. It'll never be like mom, son, like mommy, I love you. But it definitely can be you to the grandkid. Really, it could. I mean, it can. And yeah. there's a lot of value in just knowing. I don't know my family information, medical history. None. I know none. So when I go to the doctor and they're like, hey, do you have any history? I don't know. Like, never knew my dad. My mom's not alive. She's in her 40s. And so I don't know my family medical history. She didn't really have enough life to have a real medical history. You know, she got pregnant at 15. I mean, we didn't go. So there's value in even that. So that's cool. Anything else, Amy? Yeah, no, I mean, just staring staring off there like you're thinking a lot of great deep thoughts here. I need to hear them. Well, I'm thinking about my kids because I adopted and we had to fill out paperwork the other day for something. And it was asking specifics about their childhood. Like, at what age did they take their first steps at what age did they Mm. say their first word at what age and we didn't have answers to any of it and i i feel for my kids when they have to do question answer questions like that because then i feel like it's an instant reminder but that's okay it is part of their story and it gives us an opportunity to talk about it and i hope that one day we do get to go back to Haiti and spend time with their moms we don't know who their dads are but maybe their moms will share with us i have hope that that will happen one day and Haiti will be in a place where we can go back. Because honestly, if Haiti was in a better position, we already would have been back, at least with my daughter. Maybe not my son, but... Same thing with Arkansas. I'd go back more, but it's just... <laughs> you know, it's not... Yeah, Haiti's uh, got some... You know, it's, I could get kidnapped, no big deal. I'm kidding about Arkansas. Arkansas is <laughs> yeah. awesome. It's the best ever. Everybody shut up, okay? Yeah. Shut up with your comments. It's true. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. Hey, thank you, Mary. Congratulations. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, coming up next... It's a really awkward situation that's happened with Eddie. He wants to take someone up on something that offered him something, but they offered it like years ago, and then he hadn't talked to them in a long time. It's really awkward. It's, it, okay. yeah. Tomorrow, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 8 Mountain, 7 Pacific, we will have our Pimp and Joy shirts up for United States Marine Corps Corporal Aaron Mankin. He's been through it, man, serving our country, enlisted in the military in 2003. And this is a clip of him talking about his job in the Marine Corps. You know, if I'm going to join the military, if, if this is what my generation is going to do, if this is my generation's war, what what can I do that, that I do well so that I can be an asset? Uh, I took my skills as a photographer, and a, a storyteller, and decided to become a combat correspondent. So I started my training and deployed to Iraq in 2005, spent my time in, in Fallujah and was there to, to tell the Marine Corps story. And his... His ride was hit by an IED, and he's had 70 surgeries. It is, he's lost fingers. He 
a lot's happened to him. And he didn't know that's what we we're calling him to say, hey, we want to build you a home. And we told him that. And this is the clip where we told him, hey, you're a hero to us. We want to build you a house that's suitable for your needs. Oh, my God. Bobby, I thought we were just talking here, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's, that's, that's so huge. I can't. Uh, wow. Tomorrow, you guys can make a difference. Our Pimp and Joy line goes up. And we don't keep any of the money. We're going to build them a home. We appreciate you guys tomorrow. There you go. I do want to mention this with Eddie real quick because, Eddie, tell me what happened and how long ago this guy said this to you. It was probably a couple years ago. Like, I know him through our baseball. Our kids play baseball together. And so, you know, we, like, hang out, watch during the games. And two years ago, he was like, man, I just bought a boat. I'm really excited. I'm like, whenever you want to go out on the boat, you and the family, just let me know. He said that to you. Yeah. This was, like, two years ago. And I was like walking outside the other day. I'm like, this is perfect boat weather. Were you guys talking about boats? Did he just bring it up because he likes hanging out with you so much? I just said like, what's what's new? What's new in your life or whatever? He's yeah. like, dude, it's crazy. I bought a boat. And I'm like, oh, dude, I've always wanted a boat. We just kept talking. He's like, dude, you should come out with me whenever you want. Just hit me up and let me know. You and the family can come out. So the question is? I mean, that was two years ago. I mean, this weekend would be nice to go out on the boat. Hmm. Like, well, but when's the last time you talked to him? I think that matters more than when this was. Not about the boat. We talked probably four months ago. <laughs> I feel in like passing. the answer could be in yes passing. if you had invested a few conversations in the past few weeks. Okay, so just work him a little bit no, with text. That yes. feels weird. If Butter you want up. to use the boat and you like him and you think you're going to do this, you can't go cold. You okay. can't just jump into a cold call. Yeah, because it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, you got to like reestablish that mid mid range friendship. Hey man, how's the family? Mm. Is your boy hit? Hey, is your boy hitting those bombs like he mm. usually does? Good, good. And then let it let it bleed, or, it bleed or, for about a week, mm. and then longer. Yeah, you could. You'd be like, hey. You guys don't have that boat? We'd yeah. love to see you guys. If you guys ever go out, let yeah. us know. Do one of those. Like, let us know. Let us know. Instead of like, hey, I want to go this weekend. What about like, man, I miss you guys. He may not have the boat anymore, though. That's true. He yeah, may not. Be, hey, man, we're at the lake. A boat just went by. You still got your boat? <laughs> it's like you. That, that yeah. made me think of you. You got to warm it out, though. Okay. <laughs> just work on it a little bit. Do you like the person? Oh, yeah. He's a great dude. You just, just um, life on the way of you guys hanging out? He's got kids. I got kids. We're very busy. But man, it's boat weather right now. Today's June 8th. I think if you were to establish a relationship for about July 1st style, then you could be like, hey, we'd love to hang out with you guys. If you guys ever go on the lake, let us know. We'd love to go. Okay. Fourth of July weekend too. Ooh, Ooh, that's tough though. That you don't, you don't really ask a lot of demand. someone's boat on 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, because you, you roll, you're a family of six. Yeah. He's got kids. You fill the whole boat with just <laughs> right. you guys. Exactly. You guys get on drive off of that hymn. Hey man, thanks for the boat. See you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warm it up. Okay. Wise man said, warm it up, Chris. <laughs> I'm, I'm about, about to. to. <laughs> that's right. Thank you guys. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Etrick, Virginia. A 27-year-old man was near Virginia State campus when he saw a bulldozer. He's like, man, that looks like fun. And he jumped on that sucker and boom, boom, wrecked a car, hit a building, light poles, sidewalks. He just wanted to drive it down the road. He wanted to hit things. (laughs) Like, it would be fun. I mean, I've got to drive a couple from Breaking Bobby Bones, and it's fun, but I never wanted to drive it into something. Yeah, he hit a fire hydrant, and then oh. the, uh... Maybe he lost control. Yeah. I don't know, man. You steal a bulldozer, I you know. want to bulldoze things. And it's hard to lose control because they go so slow. And they don't drive like a car. It's right. weird. You have to do, like, left foot, right foot to turn those things. Or 
the 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 shifters left right with the, <laughs> yeah, that, with the that, bulldozer. Oh, go yeah, ahead. I mean it says he caused significant damage to the VSU multi-purpose center. Oh. Then he went on to hit a police car, a fire hydrant, sidewalk, trees, and light poles. So <laughs> I would say screaming the whole time like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why else would you do it if you know you're going to do that and get in trouble? You might as well just go full on, right? Ah! When you hit the fire hydrant, does the water just shoot straight up in the air like? Yeah. The Great question. That's what I want to know. Has to be. Well, TV has told us that, but I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't say in this. It doesn't have okay. a video of the fire hydrant. But and yeah. you also probably record it because you know you're going to get in trouble and post it to TikTok before you get arrested. While you're going, ah! Yeah, just because you know you're going to get busted, so you might as well get all out of it you can, right? Also, I'm betting this guy's more of a Facebook guy than a TikTok guy. <laughs> just hearing what's happening. All right, is that it? I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Hey, Bobby Bone Show. I'm just listening to the Tuesday podcast, and you guys are breaking bad on Lunchbox. Granted, he said TV commercial, but I have to say an Instagram commercial might get more views than even a TV commercial these days. That's just my two cents. So congratulations, Lunchbox and Morgan. You should be celebrating. Oh, for sure. But I would say Lunchbox was saying he got a TV commercial as in look at the prestige and I'm getting paid. He's not getting paid and it's on our own account. We can put anything on our account. <laughs> you know, we have full access to our account all the time. But he came in saying, eh, I got a TV commercial. And we're like, wow, congratulations. Except it, it's a, a commercial on our own Instagram account. I mean, just like a regular video. It's just like you didn't have to come and say a TV commercial. Like it's just like we make vi- We're yeah. kind of told, hey, hey, we need you to help out with this. Let's go. And not like an audition and you it's, were selected. Right, right. We would all be on TV commercials every day. <laughs> 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 Literally. Uh, so that's, I, I appreciate that though. And she said, you're breaking bad. That either means busting balls or you're breaking as, I don't know. She, I think she just mixed up some words. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Or, she said you're being rude is basically what she said. No, no. She said you lied. No, no, we said you lied, but you lied to us. Uh, let's do one more. Let's do Jennifer from Arizona. My question is actually for Amy. I just started watching Building Roots now that it is on the uh. new Max app. And I was just curious how they were approached to do the show. Like, did they see them on, like, social media? Or how did they find your sister and your brother-in-law to do the show? I'm so curious. I'm loving the show. I loved you, Amy, on Holiday Harmony. I am loving that I get to see all these things now on the new Max app. Thank you. Quick little background. Amy's sister and her husband have a show that is now on Max because it's on HGTV called Building Roots, where they go and they build what? They renovate homes or make them over in a way, uh, depending on what people want. But they have had a design build firm since 2002 that started in Austin. And then they moved to a tiny mountain town in Colorado called Pagosa Springs. And HGTV, they were looking for a show in a mountain town in Colorado. So they found them on Instagram. And they just messaged them. They sent my sister's husband a DM on Instagram. I was like, hey, we want to meet y'all. Could we do a Zoom? So they Scam did Scam alert. Don't yeah. meet them. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I would say. Don't and meet them. It's a trick. It took like two years to unfold and it actually happened, but they were definitely not seeking it out. Yeah. Building Roots. You can watch it on Max. Okay. That's it. We got to go. I'm on Instagram and TikTok. Mr. Bobby Bones. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.